Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 and welcome to Soul Citizens. Don't be smiling at me, Fast Cart. Yes, I was talking without keying the mic. <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to Soul Citizens. And uh, we are back for another week. And uh, this week, I have my wonderful compadres, Mr. Fast Cart, FC Fast Cart. Say hello, Fast Cart. Hello, everyone. I'm FC, also known as Fast Cart. I don't even know where we are now. Yeah, we're getting uh, close to 20. 15. Yeah, okay, so we're getting close to 20. Awesome. And, of course, with us today, we have the professor himself, Mr. Kimmy65. Kimmy, give a shout. Audio 7. Audio 7. <laughs> your volume's just a little, or either you dropped your voice. Now, you probably got real kind of into that midnight Audio voice thing. There right we go. There, <laughs> Seven, how's it going? There we go. There we go. All um, right. Good to have both these guys back again. Thank you guys for checking uh, in. Friend. Yeah. They're hearing a double on the screen. What's, on, what's double? They're hearing a double on the screen. Oh, I know why. Hold on. Okay, that's what happens Denver, when you're doing way hey. too many jobs there. It's How's that? Right. That should Going be a lot on, better girl. now. Hey, everybody. Is that a little bit better? Uh, oh. that better for everyone? So, that, sorry about that. Go ahead. That, no, I'm glad. Thank you for telling me. Uh, hey, Shiver. Awesome. Much better. Thank you, Josh. We appreciate that. All right. Okay, so listen, we got a lot to cover today. Um, just, just one quick point that we want to highlight. Well, two things we want to highlight we talked about. Uh, one of them is that we hit a landmark today. What was the landmark? Anybody know what the landmark was? What was it, Kimmy? I, I have no idea. Three mil, baby. <laughs> three million? That's all we hit? Three million? That's all we hit? Three million burning. Three million. That's all we hit, Kimmy. I, I, th I thought it was 300,000. 300,000? Oh, yeah, no, right. No, 300,000. <laughs> right. I don't think it was three mil. It wasn't 300,000, but it was $300 million. $300 million what? is what we hit. Right? Really? Yeah, a number that we won't let he who will remain nameless said that Star Citizen would have to hit in order for it to be completed. So, oh, hey, we hit it. So we're good. Oh, he hit it. Okay, so. Prophecy okay. fulfilled, right? There we go, huh? <laughs> yeah. Shut the. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. A couple of weeks back, we did a show uh, where we met with uh, Chris Neal from uh, Massively. Thanks again, Massively, for the for allowing him to come in for the interview. And one of the numbers that we tossed out was that when um, uh, GTA Five came out, that cost two hundred and sixty-five million. And with inflation today, oh, wow. that would have cost two hundred ninety-six million. So just to give you an idea, we're around that same amount of money that it took to put out GTA 5. But they had a studio, a staff, an engine, and a whole lot of other things, right? There you go, Fast Car. Two <laughs> so, games, though. Yeah, two and, games. And, but they're making two games, right? That means right? it's on the budget. There you, there you go. That's the way to look at it, Kimmy. That's the perfect way to look at it. So we just want to celebrate that with CIG, CI, whatever you want to call them, GIG, whatever you want to call them. Uh, we want to celebrate the fact that they've hit this landmark of 300 million and fans as you guys know and backers you guys have done it um, you have continuously through the year of 2020 raised even more money for the development of Star Citizen which to me is truly truly amazing so thank you guys for that 
Um, the other thing we want to talk about is this week is what? What's this week? Uh, what is CIG calling this week, Kimmy? What are they calling it? Alien Week. Alien Week. All right. Alien week. And you know oh, what? Wow. I was talking with my buddy Cosmic, and I said to him it would be really interesting if this isn't just about ships, but if they introduce some type of fauna, and lo and behold, boom. Yes. Critters are coming, right? Which is so, so awesome. We had already heard rumors about the Space Cow. Well, not just rumors. They had verified Space Cow was coming. Oh, yeah. uh, they had also oh, yeah. uh, verified the fact that we would have Space Whales. But these two new creatures that they introduced to us, one of whom looks like a Yeti, and the other one looks like a nightmare. That's all I will say about the second one. Uh, but a crab. Yeah, the, the a crab the, and the, her the, minion. The crazy crab. Her baby right? minion. Yeah. The, the well, luminescent well, crab. Well, they, they made a meme. Remember the Constellation commercial? They had a small crab and now oh, they had yeah. a big crab. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Ah. So, for those of you who are yeah. already spooked about going on moons like Cleo in the dark and you don't see anything, imagine what will happen if you just happen to stumble across mama crab right That'd well they and they said they placed it in a specific area yes and they that's did pyro pyro sure. right yes yeah, so, that's yeah. great good good that's for the pirates great. good for the pirates <laughs> to live with right All they you deserve criminals. it <laughs> send it over there send it over there with the send criminals it over there and the babies <laughs> So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. So we are we are really really excited about that. Um, and of course, there's more to come, right? We know there's going to be more to come, so yeah. that's going to be awesome. Water roach. Yeah. So what we want to do, we um, want to get rid. Griffin, yeah. Sorry, can you read what what Shiva said real quick, please? The crabs are at least solitary know, creatures. Right? They don't work well with us. <laughs> that is very very <laughs> true. So we have to worry about the crabs, yep. right? Unless you walk up on one, unless you walk up on one, then it's going to be a scary event. So yeah, we'll they kind of they kind of camouflage them, themselves as rock formations. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the crazy thing. And can you imagine something going down and you're having an altercation with a group and you're doing a firefight? So what are you going to do? The fastest man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean shit. the thing is, I. I, I <laughs> I, I, I don't play games like horror movies and stuff like that, or horror genre and stuff like that. I, I'm not good with jump scares, but you know, I, I, you know, as soon as that you see a rock, you gotta get worried. Like, but is that oh, a yeah. crab or is that a rock? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're gonna shoot at it before you walk up to it, if nothing else. So you never <laughs> know, right? Got a hard shell, right? So it, it's probably specific weapons that can take it down. So you you're probably gonna have a demand on those particulars as far as those type of weapons that can take that kind of thing down in the pyro area, right? And I'm sure that any other weapon will just piss it off, right? <laughs> More than likely. Once it don't work against it, we'll just piss it off. So Damn. You know, we need to find Damn out real. for sure. We need to find out for sure which one works before we go in right. and test it. That's for sure. Do not go alone don't want to make them mad. Yeah, for real. Well, <laughs> listen. I'm going to make sure of that. Do yeah. not go alone. Absolutely. Well, guys, listen, you guys aren't here to hear us just rattle on and on because we will do that. But we are here today to talk about CitizenCon 2015. I don't know if you guys have any reflections on this particular CitizenCon. What I remember about this one is it was the first one that I eagerly anticipated sitting in front of my computer and watching. I had been following Star Citizen from a year before. And even when that one was on, I missed it. At some point, I didn't get the whole CitizenCon thing. So when I saw it, I just kind of saw the clipped uh, YouTube videos, but by this time I knew what it was about and I was like a lot of people who that day whether they were working or not They had their computer tuned in 
to see what was being said. Fast Card, did you have any memories of this particular one, 2015? Yeah, I, I, I'm the same as you. Like, I started in, uh, back in 2014, so this is the first CitizenCon I watched like, when we were doing the presentation and all that good stuff. So, yeah, same for me. Okay. What about you, Kimmy? Well, technically, right? Technically, technically speaking, Big had so many issues with their uh, media mm -hmm. and this failing and that failing. And this was the year where they actually leased or hired uh, <laughs> media sources. Mm -hmm. they, they outsourced their media sources. Oh, just um, to, Tom to Hennessy? The, uh, say again? Tom Hennessy? Possibly, yeah. But they, yeah, it was the fact that they leased out uh, that as a resource so that they wouldn't have any more hiccups. Yeah, the contract. And now we're kind of like, you know, like on the way of struts. It's mm -hmm. like we want to we want to see those hiccups. But the latest Citizen Con, it didn't show any hiccups. So mm -hmm. it's like, whoa, wait a minute. They're, they're debunking the uh, tradition. Yeah. But yeah, that was one of the things that stood out with 2015 was the, the media debacle they were trying to avoid. Mm -hmm. There was another piece, too, that I was a bit naive about at that time. And that was the fact that I, I didn't know that 2014 was the original suggested date that Squadron would be released. And then it had, and then it got pushed back two years to 2016. So this was the year in between that. And I didn't really completely uh. comprehend all the controversy that was going on. And I started to grasp it once I, you know, saw this particular Citizen Con and started kind of coming together. Then when me and I know when, when all of us went to 2016, that's when we really found out what the controversy was in relation to when the game would be released. So right. and, this, <laughs> and this, this is the year in December where they went to the Game Awards show where they had Mark Hamill and Chris Robert come out and announce announced the game for 2016. Absolutely. Oh, nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to jump into it, guys. Get your drinks, get your food, get your snacks. This is a two-hour presentation. Hopefully that won't scare you away. Uh, but there's some interesting things here that you will will comment on as we go through it, as we always do. Hey, so we're gonna Griffin, roll. Griffin, I'm, I'm 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 always ready. I, I'm not wearing pants or anything. <laughs> okay, let's jump into it. Here we go. And I must stop because I forgot to do my middle waiver thing that I was supposed to do. This starts out with a speech by Sandy uh, Gardner. Uh. And it's important that you understand what's behind this because if you don't, it just will make absolutely no sense. But Sandy wrote a letter that was basically a thank you to the community for the support that she was being given because during this time there was a lot of controversy uh, about her role with CIG. There were some rumors that were being spread. There was even some personal attacks on her via the internet. And so she originally wrote this letter and she'll say this, I originally wrote it to the staff, but the staff felt that it was important that she should read it to the community. So when you see a little bit of emotion and stuff going on, for those of you who are around, you remember this, but if you weren't, we just wanna give you the background so you kind of have an idea of what was going on, okay? Put it on again, quick chat. 
Good evening, everybody. Welcome, everybody who's here, and welcome to everybody online. I'm Sandy Gardner, just in case you didn't know. So I had actually written a small letter that I was going to write to the whole community. Um, however, Ben and the rest of our team suggested that I should read it out to everybody on the stream tonight. So that is what I'm going to do. And it's in English. <laughs> yes, English confirmed. <laughs> so in 2012, I planned Star Citizen's crowdfunding campaign and I've been running the project's marketing in its entirety up until now. I remember staying up all night with Ben Lesnick almost exactly three years ago to rewrite the very first presentation for Star Citizen. And thankfully, I did not do that last night. The kudos goes to the Foundry 42 team and our other teams. I've been surprised on a lot of fronts um, having done this project as it is my first entry into the gaming industry, and I can say with full conviction that, th that this is the most challenging yet rewarding project that I have ever worked on. From being the target of an anonymous hate campaign to flowers and gifts and many compliments from a lot of our fans, so thank you to all of you who wrote me a, a nice customer service ticket. <laughs> It really makes my heart and soul and spirit very happy to know that I'm doing something that means so much to so many people. Star Citizen is, and always will be, more than a AAA game, so much more. Star Citizen speaks to the pure essence of humanity and the purpose of human beings, and I firmly believe that this is why there are so many passionate people on both sides of the fence. Please raise your hand if you have made at least one heartfelt connection with another human being while being part of this project in any shape or form. Please give up a smile for one memory on Star Citizen that has absolutely made your day. <laughs> and, re <laughs> and recount an experience you have had that has made you believe in the power of being, some, of being part of something truly special and creating something great from nothing as part of a growing community with common interests. We are represented by 243 unique countries, 31,218 organizations. On the forums, the fans have created 260,912 threads with 5,593,512 replies, 1,622 comlinks published since October 2012, 1,406 citizen spotlights, 222 deep space radars, 232 live streams on the community hub since we've launched. Our whole team gives everything to deliver the best experience possible, and in return, we are both humbled and grateful to all of your, our passionate fans who respond how they feel that they want to. Some of you tell a friend, some of you give us fan gifts, uh, give us compliments and fan mail and many other forms of reciprocation. 
Speaking for myself, I have cried on many occasions hearing fans recount to me how much I have helped change their lives for the better. That makes me really happy and makes the countless hours and sacrifice to the world <laughs> worthwhile. In conclusion, I would like to thank from the bottom of my heart you know, our you know, team the follow. and all of our fans for sharing this opportunity and experience to see our shared dreams come true. I remember that now. They used to chant like that when Fast Cart came in the room. Thank you. <laughs> no, that was DJ Night. Nice. Thank you. Oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah. But in, in truth, okay. uh, just a little. Oh, oh, my gosh. Thank you. Aww. Uh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> Sandy's group. Um, Thank you, Cashmere. Uh, so, um, they basically just uh, told me I need to interrupt, but we kind of uh, in the middle of the whole thing. But anyway, here you go. The way Aaron just took the mic from here, I was like, "Hey, Taylor, that's nice and all, and I'm gonna let you finish." Thank you, thank you. It's not like I'm not taking the flowers. <laughs> I just wanted to um, end with that that I. I um, signed on to this project because I truly believed in Chris's vision and I really wanted to help him make this vision come true of being his wife as you all know it's not a secret um, and so without further ado the man who creates all of this Chris Roberts Let's step on makeup. Okay. Uh, welcome to Citizen Con. Uh, this is the third anniversary of us actually starting the crowdfunding campaign. Um, it's amazing to to be standing here and uh, have such an amazing community and such an amazing uh, team behind me and in the other offices around the world. Uh, so we thought it would be appropriate to start CitizenCon. We normally do with a sort of uh, introspection of the past three years. So I'm going to play this, watch this, and we'll carry on. Welcome to the stage, Chris Roberts. Good morning, everyone. So I'm going to build a universe. I'm going to do a PC game like the old Wing Fighters I did, which was if you've got a great PC, this is really going to show it off. You're not going to be able to get this experience anywhere else. I'm hoping that a lot of you want to be in this universe, because I do, and I want to play this game. 
No console. By the way, the one on the main side is still. Oh, for squad, it's the two, probably. That's 10. Cheers. That office has grown way beyond that now. Um, so obviously we don't we don't have many people in it right now, but over the next. Wait. They're not in the Santa Monica office now either, right? Nope. I think the number is 575. So everyone can communicate and talk to each other. I think they're still in Santa Monica. Is that where the LA office is located? They just call it LA. LA is Santa Monica. Oh, okay. So this is the basic pattern. Back in my day, we didn't have a I remember the hangers, man. Oh, nice. JJ2078. Says May is a permanent spot for the Adelaide, Adelaide citizen in honor of Sandy's birthday. He was born there. Awesome. 64 uh, bit. This is from Citizen Con 2015, and they were in. Where were they at on this one? You guys remember where? They were in uh, I just UK. They were in the UK. UK on yeah. This one. Jet. So this is awesome. Manchester Airport. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, October 10th. If I could move to Austin, I would. Remember those days? <laughs> 10 for the chairman? Mm hmm. Uh, 10 for the chairman. Yeah, people, yeah. Are, people are expecting that we get a letter or $200 million. Letter from the chairman. Around the first. This is our very first show, which we're very excited. I miss around the first. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I miss uh, Wingman's Hangar. That was it for me. And that was before my time. So, like, around the first was my <laughs> first community thing. Here it is, Eric Peterson, Eric Wingman Peterson. The great starship, next great starship. Yeah, that was a big deal. That one back was our job. Oh, this is um, Jared joined them. Jared? Oh, he, he was just Orlando on the old Wingman Hangar days. So this is the third studio uh, now coming up. Boundary uh, 42? Third studio, yep. Yeah, UK, Manchester. That's what Chris was doing. Yeah, now, now that one is no longer Boundary 42. That one is called Imperial. Right. A lot of British rock bands came out of Manchester. Yeah. I remember those days. Oh yeah. People still lament about how the flight model was spot on when this first came out. Oh yeah, the helmet toss. <laughs> mm. 
should have said this is back in the day when Final Fantasy II was back and was only on one floor, not even the entire building. Oh, that's yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true, Shiver. I remember these hangers, boy. Yeah, I miss them. I miss them. I miss them because they made good band yes. sideways. Yes, the fast car. They did scale. And you needed the buggy. <laughs> Hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. These are my cars. Oh, here's the boy. Yeah, I could never get the hang of that man to save my life. Frankfurt. Current office space. Frankfurt. Yeah, these were the original uh, Frytech uh, designers for space time. I've met Brian Chambers and it's cool what they say. His hair is magic. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I wanted to touch it, but I no, I, I didn't. Do that. <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice guy. He is. I did, man. This is Chris going back into the uh, studio of being a director. But do you remember they, at first they were only releasing this space to do all the capture? They ended up buying their own rigging and stuff later. Yeah. And yeah, guess who assisted the, them? And, and I think they have it in the Los Angeles studio. Yeah. yeah. Guess who assisted them? Who? Oh, Andy, Andy Circus. Circus. Oh yeah, we yeah. know that, who okay. was in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You did all the, the uh, oh, yeah. all of the, the Van Duel stuff. Yeah. He has a he has a motion capture studio as well. Mm -hmm. So imagine yeah, all. That's who they were using. Yep. That's who they were using. Yes, it was. Yeah. They were using his at the time. And. Uh, um, cross-pollination of information that they were learning from him so that, that's that was great yeah couldn't get no better person for it that's for sure no way yeah exactly good point griff river says about 80 yeah the multi-crew demo they did at uh it was either pax east or, or gdc this year in 2015 because I don't think they show it in, on this one, but I can't remember. Well, Pack East of this year was the one where they did a set of all, and, um, yeah. Um, so that, that was my back, first citizen, citizen, uh, star citizen event. You remember the old school, uh, before the, uh, Atari 2600? There was a thing and you had, uh, hockey, tennis. And then you had this game called Jaila, and that's now. oh oh seven for the follow Zakio sixty one three zero seven. Thank you, appreciate uh, it. Up to the game that you guys Jaila was very fact, similar to Sadeball, yep. which they are still talking about, and they're going they're dead set on bringing that to the forefront in the gameplay. Sadeball is not dead. Have more people working on the project but I, I think the the, the latest news as far as the studio they have what 575 uh people right really, currently really and they have everybody that's basically the believe it or not they have like about the 80 positions they need needed filled office, which is currently right now video, as we speak just 18 months ago they were moving in and uh i don't know aaron how many did you have when you moved in here maybe like 10 people or 15. Six when you started. So, <laughs> and what we're going to show tonight, a lot has been That's done by the incredibly right talented there. team here in the UK. A lot's been done by 
the new uh, team we have in Frankfurt and also the team we have in Austin and the team we have in LA. And we couldn't do it without Boxy Trot. Thank you for the follow. We uh, appreciate that. Just talented group of individuals we have that, you know, there's, I've been working with these guys for the last few weeks here on getting some of this stuff done here. And I, I, there isn't a more dedicated bunch of uh, folks. We're there every night till pretty late. In fact, I think some of the stuff we'll show later on. Uh, Declan, who's one of our um, designers, uh, I think was up for about 24 hours uh, putting together. Um, but uh, not, to, not, not, to say, not to say that everyone should be up for 24 hours working on stuff. But when, you, when you're going to show it to the whole community, sometimes you want to make sure you show something really great. So, um, and we really want to, I mean, this is a game that's a game of our dreams, and I think it's a game of your guys' dreams, so there's not a single person on this team that doesn't feel that way, and if there honestly was someone that didn't feel that way on our team, they shouldn't be part of the team, because everyone here is dedicated to making the best possible game, and it's not just a game, it's a, it's a universe we want to build, so. Almost like he's prophesied in the future. All right. So uh, we're sort of going to talk about the upcoming plans. The first thing that we're going to release, which is uh, um, going into sort of the wider test next week, is SC Alpha 1.3. Uh, and then it should be shortly in the hands of you guys uh, there afterwards. Um, so it's uh, an incremental step beyond what we currently have. Uh, so we've got a couple of new weapons. We haven't actually had any new weapons in the game since the end of last year. So uh, you know we've got a couple of fun ones. There's huge ballistic cannon that's about size four and uh, a mass driver that's about size two that's really good for sort of long Roof distance. elevator cycling. interface. Um, more emotes. Still working um, on it. Character loadout selector. In fact, they pushed uh, it back to three. A bunch of extra 11. stuff in Arc Corp. Um, things like improved elevator and chat and AR. Come on, Roof. Uh, buggies are actually now going to be down in Arc Corp. Uh, the killer buggies. Uh, respawn, because if you kill your oh, yeah. buggy, you're going to have to respawn. <laughs> Walk uh, at your own risk. Uh, we're increasing multiplayer, so we're aiming to um, try to get that was a train uh, wreck. significantly more than I think the 25 we have now. In stupidity. Uh, more close to the 40 if we possibly can. Um, so the testing is uh, looking good for that. Uh, updated hangar lighting, which I think we've shown a bit. Um, I think better, a lot of this made it in within a year. Uh, and a whole bunch of sort of little... Uh, yeah, a lot functions. of it did. So that will be in your guys' hands very, very shortly. And then the the... Yeah, Kimmy and I were discussing earlier about what 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 is took over a year to make, and I think much of the stuff made, made it within a year. And this is going to be the beginning of that one. Maybe not so much. Universe. So we've sort of made a decision to put so instead of multi-crew and instead of it being arena commander, we're putting you Notice in a lot of things that are the beginning of delayed what is because the of universe. So one tech is going to be around, becomes uh, dependent on the Crusader, other as the they expand out. They the realize. System. Uh, they're realizing how many layers that are connected to other aspects so of the game, flight, so they have to kind of EVA, wait for the other the, you know, tech to get developed to then add that right now ready tech and attach it to that needed tech. Missions you can sort of do, uh, uh, around but they moved it, so you'll be able to fight against AI or fight against other players, so it's going to be sort of a big sandbox for people to play around uh, in, and uh, you know it's sort of enabled by the large world technology. So just to give you an idea, the playable area on the large Which world map as um, that we're currently using is one million kilometers by one million kilometers by 200 kilometers high. So that's well, if you just want to talk about a square area, 
It's about a trillion kilometers. And if you want to actually talk about the overall volume, what was it? 200 quadrillion kilometers. So to give you an idea, I think we were trying to figure out other games, the biggest game uh, that, you know, that we could find online that was uh, said was the Elder Scrolls 2, which is meant to have 161 Stop giving spoilers, Kenny. And then there was uh, Lord of the Rings, which I think 71,000 kilometers map. And Skyrim's actually smaller than those. So uh, in terms of layout and area, that's why we have the large world, is so we can put huge areas in them and play solar systems. I do realize that a full solar system's much bigger than a million kilometers wide, although on some level we'll do some compression of play spaces because you don't want to be, even at 0.2 speed of light, you don't want to be sitting for three hours like in quantum travel. Uh, but we're definitely, I mean, it's a huge play area. I mean, no yeah, one's, no one's going to spend 30 minutes in quantum travel. We're putting you in. The actual area around Crusader that we're going to put you in is uh, They've been tweaking it into that. a good spot, you know what I mean, for uh, system travel. Very, very uh, you know, obviously, we've got the multi-crew technology in SC Alpha 2.0, so all the ships have local grids. Well, if we're spending 20 minutes or 15 minutes um, in quantum so travel within a system, how long is it going to take to go in between systems? But no, you will, it'll be um, less time because the gates system. are faster. I mean, wormholes are faster. And, uh, I'm saying yeah, for, yeah. For, to go across the system right now, the most you spend is six minutes. That's yeah. the most you spend. Well, they had to make adjustments, Griff. Um, to put Crusader it in perspective that they, the they understood the that it make it short, make it short, because I don't want people to hear the thing. They had to bring it in closer so that you weren't spending all your time right, quantum that's, jumping. Right, that's what I'm saying. The best minutes is the most. Yeah, they pulled it in. Manually, they pulled it in. My thinking is that you have to jump to the... At what point, travel within the jump, and then jump from the end point to another point. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what in system, then, yeah, yeah, you're right, Pascal. There's another distance that you have to travel. But that's why you also have multiple wormholes. But you also have multiple wormholes in systems, too. So it all depends. Sometimes it'll be longer, sometimes it'll be shorter. Yeah, he didn't want you spending. He's like, in the actual time to, to get that some, some to be in that jump and then you're spending real time relative to that uh, space and they're like and, uh -huh. uh, potentially <laughs> which role in the system so it's going to be a whole play area um there we go come on so uh we have uh, quite a few offline communication arrays i think there's about six of them in the map is that right eight i see eight uh so and you can go and uh, part of the part of the setup, actually, in the Crusader setup, is pirates have been attacking the area and turning the communication satellites offline, and so the communications have been spotty, and you have to actually go and turn some of them back on, and that will help uh, open up some destinations you can go visit, uh, as well as uh, oh, um, just what yeah, the to test um, So there's uh, research satellites that you can use to look for new jump points, and uh, we also have a bunch of service platforms that will allow you to rearm, refuel, and repair. So we have fuel in the game, uh, and also repair and rearming and stuff. So there's a lot to do, and I think uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing what people do in, in SC Alpha 2.0 in terms of you know posted videos on YouTube and Twitch and live stream. I think it'll be pretty cool. Um, one other big change. There we go, all right. 
The other big change is, uh, I think we've talked about this before, but we're um, adding a lot more modes, the uh, making fun of Chris ICS, of the, uh, Intelligent uh, Flight Control flicker. System. <laughs> so uh, we basically have four modes. Oh, Precision maneuvering, which is the, sort of the low speed maneuvering, takeoff landing, or for instance, if you're allowed, like close to a space station or you were mining or doing stuff that you would need to be precise movements and, and uh, you know, uh, control it so you don't run into things. Um, SCM, space combat maneuvering, which is the mode that right now that you uh, play in Arena Commander, uh, which is set up for sort of space combat um, in terms of speeds, G4 stresses, and then there's Super Cruise, which is somewhere between Quantum, which is really fast, and Super Cruise is significantly faster than what you do at SCMs, about potentially about 1,000 kilometers uh, per second. Or a thousand meters per it's second. Back on the uh, roadmap, super um, cruise or and, high speed. Uh, on, when you when you're at super cruise, it's good for sort of uh, running away, but you can't maneuver nearly as fast, obviously, because the G forces are, are heavy. And then, of course, there's quantum travel, which we showed at the Gamescom demo, and you'll see tonight. And so, those are sort of the four levels of travel. Um, certain levels of them, like quantum, require fuel. Uh, some things like super cruise will require fuel. So um, you can, um, you know, you, there's just there's a lot more you can do, and we need those different uh, variations of speeds in the IFCS because you've got a much bigger play area. There's much more things you can do, and we're slowly starting to bring in the elements that we want in the final game. So having said that, we're now going to show you uh, a demo of working in SC Alpha 2.0, uh, all live like we did last time. Um, so uh, let's play a little bit and sort of... Uh, kind of see all the things that we've talked about being all together. All right? Take it away, Andy, and I'll talk you through. <laughs> Okay, so here we are. There's 64 different hey, Andy. places you can spawn in. Listen to the footprints. Oh, not your habits, your little sort of cabin. Oh, yeah, so they're uh, the really... Uh, we're in Frankenstein like, boots so running through the station. Um, yeah, the magnetic grab boots. <laughs> and it was just like, wait so a minute, that's too much immersion, man. Here. It's to the point where it's annoying. <laughs> so I think we're going to head to the atrium. It sounds like you're walking in the garbage can. <laughs> carrying something heavy. Now I can I can deal with this if we there's the mechanic where they activate uh, the grab boots, kind of like what the expanse is uh, dealing uh, or showing us with that series. I can I can get with that. You jump to the window. You can still yeah, jump, jump through the, the window, window, right? right. Well, I walk downstairs. <laughs> you can jump through <laughs> to the window. Day. Right. To this day. Okay, and so when you when you spawn on the space station, you can go to these different terminals and call up one of your ships. You notice the, how they pass. really revised the uh, so, characters, the uh, avatars that are moving. They, they, they revised every freaking thing we're looking so at. We're Everything here has yeah. been revised. Yeah. Remember that? It just shows the refinement and the so details. It tells What's us what landing pad, uh, landing pad, how many landing pads do we have on Port Alisar? 10, I think there's 10 landing pads. So you spawn, you have your ship spawn, and they'll stay on that landing pad for a period of time. If you don't claim it after a while, they'll be put back in the hangar, basically. So, um, so we'll get, let's get our merry band of brothers together and head to the Constellation.
and the whole the space station's built yeah you're right Lloyd. back then the we were all amazed now we look at it like ah no big deal stuff. so it's a it's built out in a much larger scale than we did we're on the jaded on demo. oh there's been yeah Did we go to the wrong door to get That's the like every pad? other patch, right? They spin and don't spin. Mm -hmm. They work now, they work all the time, but back then, you're right. They tell them, go the way. Hey, I'm cheap. Uh, you're going, one, one, of our, one of our players is taking a Hornet. So we're taking a Hornet, and the other three are going to be on the... Uh, so I guess this is on landing pad two, and then the other guys are on four, which you can see over here. And if we look over here, we can see the guys walking out on the landing pad over there. Hey, fast cart, Kimmy. Woo! <laughs> All right. The constellation is almost done. It'll be done when we uh, ship this. is missing a few. When minutes, everybody was a clone, look, it looked like. Oh, we lost Kimmy. Right, beautiful. So, as we said before, the constellation's had a complete overhaul. It's built up to the quality that the Retaliator is now. Whole extra level of detail. <laughs> there, he is. there he is. We should cut back into the uh, constellation. Is that me? <laughs> yeah, we got you back. Wow. Okay. How about a view from inside too? Would be kind of cool. Gotta pay the, we got to pay the electric bill, brother. No, I got new internet, man. <laughs> Upgrade. No, that's not the case. Yeah, I was telling the guys earlier, uh, I did some upgrades as far as uh, network okay. providers. Now we're going to we're gonna head to these uh, uh, some things communication yeah, so oh, like turn it back on, which has been sort of sabotaged by pirates. <laughs> Check like out the struts in the front spanning. of the ship there, you see them? Yep, so we're in hyperdrive. So you move, around, you move around here a little bit, so, so it's kind of pretty cool to... Deactivated. Love us, love the struts. It was a big deal back <laughs> a couple right. of years ago. So here we big are, coming up to the communication satellite. See those struts in the front talking about? I don't see it yet, Griff. I'm, uh, oh, I'm sorry. The PC is coming They're up. to the left oh, and right. What ship is it? Oh, Constellation. Looks like there's some uh, pirates oh, yeah. around here, oh, so yeah. we probably should those go fight those two big ones, Those two so, big ones that aren't there anymore. But you know what? Though? I know, it's a surprise. The, uh, the controversy, it really started with the Drake, when, with the um the cockpit user interface was so high okay, so this is part of was, the uh, obstructing the, the view and they so kind of par parlay so like over into the constellation the communication and then it was just oh, it became a meme oh, uh, 
And then when we finally got the carrot, it was like, oh yeah, I love the struts, man. There we go. Should we get in the one of <laughs> get in the uh, turret? Scanning. Okay. Getting right there with us. Hey, cards and gamble. Damn. Long time no hear from, brother. Good. See, they don't, they don't pay attention to me. I, I call. I, I had started the jam like ten minutes ago. I'm, I was listening to the <laughs> thing. I'm sorry. He don't, he don't ignore you, uh, fast car. What are you talking about? That doesn't happen. Share one other feature which is allow you can go in and out of EVA in any vehicle, Got including you, single seat Good to see you fighters. Though, man. All right, sorry. So. I remember this. This was a big deal where we would get out of our ship and go inside the comrade. So we'll head in here to. Uh... I'll tell you about the spoilers. <laughs> it's right there in front of us, man. What? Wait a you don't no know what they're going to be doing going up there to repair the antenna. They don't know what they're doing. They might be going up there to fix the antenna. You have to tell them exactly to, what's going to happen. talking to chat people who played this game. There man. are new Come people on. who have not <laughs> seen this. Let, Let them enjoy the thing like you did the first time. It's not a first time thing, brother. Come on. It's not a first time. Damn, it's hard to ask about her earlier. We're visiting, man. It's not a spoiler. Holy smokes. Not a spoiler? Timmy's gonna be the one that's telling him about the dark meter. I know it's like, it's like when I say it's like I say I just oh bought a car. God. It's like it's like I, say, I bought a car. My grandpa says, "Yeah, I remember this when I bought my first car." I don't need to hear that. Let's experience this, this video. Revisit. Hello, 2020, baby. It's a revisit for you. <laughs> See what Bluesy said. Don't says. add to it. Don't, don't put fuel to the fire. Don't don't pump his head up. <laughs> the hat fit barely fits, Bluesy. I'm Come speaking on. on behalf of the two people in the that room. That hat barely who fits him, Bluesy. <laughs> don't don't pump him up. Hey, hey Kimmy, did you hear what I said? I'm speaking on behalf of the two people, the two people who haven't seen it. <laughs> Bluesy, Omega 3s, man. You need Omega 3. <laughs> there you go, No Romas. Thank you, No Romas. I appreciate that. 
Oh, Paula. The, uh, okay, it's a Paula. Oh, seven. Oh, seven. And, uh, All right. Ship, we'll go ahead and repair. All right, you yeah. got me. So let's get into the. Morning. But that was good stuff. You're right, King. I mean, it, was, it was good when we first were able to do this. It was. Oh, it was seven amazing. ops, Chief. They're cutting me deep, man. They're cutting me deep. <laughs> At your barber shop. Mm -hmm. Wow, he backing out. Holy smoke. I need that kind of speed on my street. <laughs> yeah, right? Damn, where it went? <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> Shoot, man. Yeah. Oh, if you remember, you would have fallen 10 minutes ago, so that's okay. Hey, quantum has never been this bad, that whole thing. Yeah, well, they're still all within the system, within the... That's just to a comma, right? Remember these? You guys remember these? That will be, uh, in no, the, I don't. Uh, really. Or these uh, cryastros were they? Cryastros. Wait a minute! Did you just spoil that? No, I just said. Do you remember what they were? I didn't say what it was. I just said. Do you remember what they were? Oh yeah. It's all the other screen coming. Right. It's not a spoiler. You're you right. Go. Right. Right. <laughs> Strafe went bye bye like 15 flight miles. 15 model change. Oh, yeah. go. Where was I then, nerdy? Damn. 15 model uh flight models ago. That's ridiculous right there, man. Yeah. What are they supposed to be, fuel tanks? See, that's what's weird. They had a different design on it, it looks like, back then. I'd never seen this. Because mm -hmm. it's got a different... Take a look at the configuration. Holy smokes. Too bad they didn't put that in, huh? For sure. Yeah. That's one of the refuel rearm pads. Yeah, she's so smoking, smoking the, in the front, the, huh? The, the new tech uh, in regards to this smoking is it. you go to the kiosk and just call up kiosk and do the repairs from there, which makes sense. Landing here. Deployed. You know what? I actually missed this repair mechanic a little bit. Landing no, complete. we don't need this. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. I'm talking oh, about man. this right here. I'm talking about this right here. The drones. Cause like right now, all you do is hear that sound Wait, and that a spoiler? and that's it. No, he just that was said a spoiler, Griff. Okay, I'm, 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 I forgot. Screen, I forgot. I forgot. I'm ahead of you. I got lag. I forgot. I'm ahead of you. I got lag, but that was a spoiler. He admitted it. Don't even cover right, up for him, Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. All right, Kimmy, we call it truce. We're going to call it truce on it, okay? They got busted. We'll call it a truce on it at this point. I you got busted, this. Griff. I okay, I admitted it, Kimmy. I no, would have more of the ball repair mechanic for players and also for the NPCs when we. Oh, I see FC. He likes to stir the pot. This is the the first iteration, uh, which longer term when you've got a. Yeah, I do too. Uh, you can earn UEC and persistence, which. So what were you saying about the drones? Next milestone beyond this. No, no, no. Um, I was just saying, like right now, when you repair on the pad, you know, all you hear is the sound and there's no visual indicator. And I was just saying, I do yeah. miss the drones coming out and doing it because it was just kind of a cool little thing. It makes more sense. Like how, like, how, like how are you going to get, get, get your right. ammo? Where, where did your ammo yeah. come from? Come yeah. from the drone. Okay. But to where it is now and, and hearing Chris talk about that was really so now, cool to hear him uh, say that we're go the drones to, uh, were just placeholder. Right. And it was like, Security oh, port cool. courier and uh, check that out. Was this is sort of the. Uh, 
kind of dedicated uh, FPS area that we have. And longer, longer term, as we carry on building this out, we're going to have areas that you will uh, have not just AI ships, but AI uh, you know, individuals on foot that you will also have fights with in combat and meet them and talk to them and do all the rest of the stuff. So as I said, the, what we're doing here is absolutely the foundation of everything that um, Star Citizen is going to be. Love, love the struts. I know this sounds crazy, right? But I love the Aurora. Oh, Aurora's you can keep cool. The, you can keep the Connie. I want the Aurora. I love the Aurora. It's so cool to see the progression of those ships, too. You know what I mean? From the earlier versions yeah. of them. Yeah. The rendering is, is more realistic. Mm -hmm. It's more simulated now. This is... You know, in comparison, right to what we see today, it's quite cartoony, and it, it's still it, it, it's great. It's it's well rendered, but yeah, leagues ahead. Man. This is like the Mark III, right? On the Connie, was this the Mark III? Benrick, thank you for the follow. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Burr, 07, thanks for the follow, sir. Quantum is uh is, is progressed leaps and bounds as well. Scanning. Looks animated compared to what we have now. Boogie. Yeah, this was all amazing. All right. Five years ago, right? And this is the area that will be in the first release that will have sort of uh, weapon drops and stuff. So if you come here, you'll be able to get weapons and stuff that you wouldn't normally have, and then use those to shoot other people if you want. Or defend yourself. Either one of the two things. Absolutely making the point. Sound effects have progressed as well. Oh yeah. Still looks freaking cool though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was a little tight coming in there because that's when that pad was a lot smaller back in the day. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. You're a to the choir, man. Why are they so <laughs> damn cheap on the damn hangar uh, <laughs> in real pads, estate, huh? man? All this damn space we have and they cheap on the hangers. Hey. Damn. All right. So this is Chris. This is Revenge of Chris. <laughs> So this, is this the first version of uh, Korea? This is, this is uh, the first version of Korea, right? One of our merry band that was in the Hornet, and uh, oh yeah, it's Citizen Con. Come around here. No, I'm saying, but this, was, this ended up being Korea, is what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. At some point coming out. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, yeah this is go. where you, you you came in and you did a little FPS and such. Yeah, because they had the gun lockers, right, and all yeah. the stuff that was inside. Yeah, they come. Now, people say that the graphics have come the wrong way. I agree that the facial so graphics true, and the screen graphics mm -hmm. and fidelity and everything look great, but I'm I'm not quite sure about the hair on the, on the characters. Mm -hmm. Oh, you make a good point there, Fastcart. The hair, uh, they're gonna, they're, we're working on uh, version three of hair. Mm -hmm. Okay. They mentioned that. 
Yep. Because there's a whole new facial thing that you're introduced to, right? Timmy does a whole Oh, yeah. Thing. We're going to do aging now. You guys can get that gray in your beards now. And look at the door terminal, that old circular one. I completely forgot about that one. Yeah. to what we have now man these graphics are dated and it's not taking away what from what we're seeing they, mm -hmm. these are, this is really good mm -hmm. I love this hard stair cut Put it in the game. Hopefully. And I believe there's a, there's a data center. See, the footsteps aren't quite as bad here, but you can still hear it. Mm -hmm. Which I think this is where we're going. Funky. Yeah, footsteps will give you away. <laughs> and it's sort of like the command and control. <laughs> Thank you for the followership, so Rick. Appreciate it. Chipwreck um, 07. Missions and stuff. And so the idea is okay, when we have these running, people will hopefully come here and try and control and fight over the area. So, well, there wow, we go. that's some serious crossfire now. <laughs> So we have four four outlaws that have been playing by the four guys over on this side, um, and uh, there's also some weapon drops around here. So hopefully uh, we can find a few of them. Thank you, Ilphonic, for setting FPS back a year or two. <laughs> Son of a yeah, wow. they tried. They tried. They tried. Kid. Yeah. It's that Denver weed, man. Those guys are in Denver. They, you know, I mean, the thing is, without Ilphonics, it may have set them back, but they, they set them forward at least a little bit. Yeah. And there's some recharge stations. Oh, so. Without Ilphonics, they wouldn't, they, 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 they wouldn't have gotten into them. Right. And various weapon drops around here. Right. Okay, these are the outlaws. You weren't able to Outlaw pick up outlaw. weapons back then, were you? Like if somebody if somebody oh, dropped them, uh, that's a good question. I, I know you got them out the rack, but I don't think you could pick them up if they got dropped. You look like no. Yeah. Hey, did you guys kill all the Marines? We think we did. Oh. I guess they're gonna I guess they're gonna steal the uh, constellation now. Ooh. <laughs> Chris like. They so disappointed me. I wanted the good guys so we, to win. Abia, I'm gonna try to answer that question very quickly. I prefer the Star Trek universe where win. humans have evolved into a better a space. I don't necessarily like the place where humans are still fighting against each other. If that answers your question. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, for um, for gameplay. I, think I prefer SC because it has some realism to it in that sense of. The, the conflicts and the inter the, the intermingling of gray uh, areas between humans and some of the aliens that's going to be in the game. But yeah, I love the gray um, the gray layers in the game of Star Citizen, and where you're coming upon situations that may you know happen uh, based on uh, if you know someone or what their um, intentions are. That's what I that's why what I prefer the randomness. Kimmy grew up in Starship Troopers. I grew up in Star Trek. That's the difference between us. 
and 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 I, I get it to a like I, degree. Hey man, who grew up in Starship Troopers? Who grew up in Starship Troopers? Did you grow up in 1968 Star Trek? I, I grew up watching reruns. Oh, your reruns. Yeah, I know reruns. I'm talking about grew up in it. I mean, <clears> don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm saying I prefer. I prefer the universe. I'm saying I agree with what you. Say. I agree with what you were saying. This really is a barbershop. Right. No, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying I prefer the universe that is much more where humans have gotten better control of themselves, and the aliens are who we deal with more than in Star Citizen, where we got to contend with humans too, just like Eve is like that you know right that's all i was saying i'm not saying nothing against what you were saying i'm just saying i prefer the more utopia space where you right. come up under a different space where like you said there's a mixture of both that's These all i was saying just even in the for me i would say like if we come for like real life so, very well said, FC. Very well, because I was going to uh, go back so there, but thank you for that. saying that. Sort of yeah, uh, we, you know, we're talking so, gameplay. Um, SCTD7707, thank you for the follow, sir. Now, in gameplay, I'm going to prefer SC Adia, but in real life, I'm definitely on that cadence of Star Trek and the utopia or the whole working as one to achieve something. Oh, definitely, as far as reality. Hell yeah. That's actually going to be... I'm not that crazy. I don't want to give you dates because everyone gives me shit for giving you dates. But yeah, gameplay... Oh yeah, you need that drama in Star Citizen. Oh yeah. So let me say, it's in the near future. We're, we're not very far away from being uh, content and functionality complete in that, so I'm pretty confident that that will be in your guys' hands in the near future. Okay, future. I, hope future, future I, mean. I do too. I hope, I hope for Inside. a game based on the experience. Soon. Um, so, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Expanse is. There's been a lot of hard man. work I mean, uh, it's, to it's get all the stuff in there. There's going to be a little bit more hard work. TV for series. One of my favorites. I think it's going to be a great experience, and, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone uh, fly around and adventure and kind of make their own little stories up. And then we're going to slowly uh, build out from there. Um, so, uh, a universe. So, the other thing that we have here is since we're just going a little corner of the universe. It's kind of interesting because we want to show you because we are actually going to build out from that spot oh, this and is build huge, out the whole man. Star Citizen universe. Uh, we have the Ark Star map, uh, which we've yeah, talked about. Yeah, now this, this definitely came uh, out with within and the universe. It's going to start out on our web platform, although it doesn't look like anything you would ever see on a web platform. And the same setup, database, view, shaders, all the rest of will also be what's inside your inside the game i recommend your skyline uh, on your mobile class to use your this nav computer, look at this this is really hollow cool nav table of course those will have additional navigation and plotting features uh but i thought it would be That's great right. to have david haddock come chat. up and Arch talk you through it so we have david haddock yeah, our lead writer uh, awesome. who David and his team, uh, and Guys, I uh, recommend been working with Turmalant in Montreal have been building this star map and they've been doing an amazing job. So I'm going to put it over to Dave. He's going to walk you through it. I think you're going to like what you see. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Manchester. Uh, so Jeff here is going to Hello. assist us. Uh, is this walking? In, is this on? In Sorry? Is this on? Is this walking? He's a, uh, okay. 
Uh, so yeah, Who's I mean, the, uh, you know, we've, we've who, sort of uh, talked in lore a lot about a lot of the systems and a lot of the planets that you're going to be visiting, but we've always been French a development little cagey company. about how they all connect together and um, exactly David had what it. they are. So this is basically going to be your first look at the Star Citizen universe. Uh, so let's take a look. So this is exactly where Chris you guys just left. So this is Crusader, Punisher, uh, one of the planets of Stanton. Uh, and if you pan around, you will see that uh, we actually have representations of some of the locations that you were just at. So again, you know, basically what we've been doing is this is part of the thing we actually mentioned, uh, I believe on one of the 10 for the writers about talking with uh, astrophysicists and stuff like that to try and make it as real as possible and, and use kind of scientific data and stuff like that uh, to make it as believable and yet still awesome and cool and stuff like that. So, uh, so this is a planet, but we're not just doing a planet in this game. So why don't we take a step back? Do you want me to uh, start by showing off the information wheel or to go to some sure. of the systems? All right. So each planet will have basically, each kind of location will have uh, basically what they call the disk here, which will give you uh, planetary information, which you can bring up right there. Uh, and also information on some of the landing zones that you'll be able to visit. Uh, and also uh, options that we will get to in a second. You can bookmark stuff, obviously. Um, I'm so excited about basically, this. this is just going to be a way for you guys to immerse yourself like you said, in everything. Been it's going to be and more pretty year. outstanding. It's and really you can nice. also have routing options, which we'll get into in a second. Um, but outside of that, you can now like see a, the rest a, a, of Stanton's system. Game. Like, so this, this is, is like home to the four corporations that have bought planets, basically. And so you have Hurston, Arcorp. Crusader and Microtech. Okay, Griff, you never uh, asked me. Also, one. you have celestial bodies, so excited and for example, and also oh, you have jump points. Why? So you can see exactly you know, where these jump points are in position we're to the planets about and stuff like that. And again, this is all very. We're still uh, early on in this process, so this stuff points, will shift a little bit as we kind of figure out gameplay, the, uh, and, you know, work design and stuff like that. How the star map um, is actually. But if I think real quick, I mean, if, if we want to show sensors, out of that cadence, if you're traveling through a system, it's helpful to know where to not go. So if, it's kind uh, of a way to you see want to knock the uh, next, the So we have basically three sensors. To, so this uh, one shows create. you population density. So where are the areas in the system that have uh, life forms, basically. Uh, the middle one, economy. Where do you go if you have stuff you want to sell? And uh, it's this a, is what sort I can't of wait a universal number, so it can be illegal stuff too. And oh yeah, that's, that's which I'm sure none of you are going to do. Uh, and this is threat, so crime zones, um, places that you might want to avoid if you don't want to get into a fight and stuff like that. So, as you can see, it is absolutely beautiful. Um, but again, this is one system, and we're talking about I the know, universe. Some, so let's some take one more step back. Even run the star map. That's yeah. how. Um, so yeah, there's Stan. Got it. Uh, you know. <laughs> It, it, it was uh, I, one time when it first came out, I was unable to uh, run it on a smartphone. Do it now? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. So here you can see all the uh, each one is marked. We have all the, fa the various factions, UEE, Bandu, it, it, it goes Bandu, to show you that Xion, how they've been reiterating on it and, and, claim systems, and improving which on the tech. Known as pirate systems. Uh, and... So yeah, this is basically your map. This is going to be the playground yeah, that ultimately like five starts. Years ago, you that one just on, on uh, now systems are great, but obviously there's you got to get to them. So that's, that's let's a good turn point, uh, Admiral yep. Usana. These are small Usana ones. Agi. Any uh, small ones? I can't get their last one. Uh, Admiral Q. 
the Admiral Q. These are the medium ones, uh, which again, medium three, ships like the Freelancer uh, can use. And locations, finally, uh, Shanghai, the large jump points. Moscow, and if I just switch to 2D, there's one more. New York. In, we can see how this all joins York? together. You sure, Greg? I don't think it was New London. York. <laughs> <laughs> and also, super fun, uh, if you mount over, you can oh, see God. what jump points are connected to the system. Uh, so you can get a sense of China. basically traveling. How do you traverse? I think it's it was China. very, very, China, very Shanghai, and and dangerous and exciting. China is universe. Shanghai, isn't it? So, Shanghai well, is China. Basically, they, all of these systems have descriptions. Uh, all of these systems have the planets that have been locked down. So, basically, you get to kind of wander around and see what the planets are and stuff like that. Should we try and, and plot a journey then? Why don't we, I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, yes, in addition to this, which is truly awesome. They've built in a system for planning out routes. So we're going to basically chart a, a course from Crusader and Stan. Listen, guys, you think to we're Earth. I don't know why you don't believe me, but now, it is New York. It is New York. Be glass. And ultimately, this is going to have uh, a bunch of options to it. So no, uh, right I don't. Now, we're sort of working sort of space I'm saying on this and stuff particular like uh, reveal in 2015. Decide, you know, oh, okay. And I'm just saying the third city you were asking about was New York. That's all I was saying. Efficient route, or if you want to take the fastest route, you can decide how you want to get to that system. Uh, and the thing that we had marked earlier with the routing options on this individual planets, if you've been attacked 18 times in Pyro and you don't oh, ever want to go to Pyro you can mark that system so you, your, your routes will avoid it. So it will take you around it so you don't get attacked for a 19. Hear me? Oh, what about yeah. the cities? Well, um, they, they talk about, well, some of the lore was... All right, so we've got a route. We're deciding, all right, we're going to They initiated terraforming because Earth, the cities were overcrowded and they were pretty so much... this is our route. ...in the now, state of rundown. You, you can kind of step through it, and like a Google map type thing. By terraforming, they kind uh, of recovered and, and they, yeah, uh, like they are point, in a uh, much better the state than they are uh, compared to... And uh, you can see this little trail uh, leading off of it. ...getting the, in the background, uh, terraforming uh, technology. Yeah, you actually can see where it's pointing But it's going to be interesting, interesting to see really cool. uh, what what they add in as far as landmarks that we can compare with in real life. So I, I'm, I'm imagining that they've... they've kind of got a so prototype system. of what they want to reveal as, as to say we uh, this to location is re reminiscent or uh, could be referenced to present day again, whatever whatever the map, but then you're going to probably see things retrofitted uh, with new tech lines. so we're trying to figure that stuff out so it becomes again kind of as scientifically accurate as we can make it uh, 2015 rpk so this is killian this is the Citizen naval, Con, naval 2015 Actually, yeah should i just give us three to earth now let's do it yeah. go for it This takes us to Earth. Country Chewy. Yeah, that would be cool, Admiral. A, a new version of the Eiffel Tower. So with this, you also, like I said, you can you can scan around. You can see landing zones. So we have the three New York, Moscow, and Shanghai marked out, uh, and stuff like that. So again, I mean, this is basically just going to be New York, Shanghai, an initial okay. look at everything that is the Star Citizen universe, and yeah, it is super amazing and a lot of fun fun to play around with, and uh, awesome. you know, I really look forward to you guys. There you go, Griff. It. And we also just got to say to Benoit, Ken, Scott, Benjamin in LA, Sherry, Adam, Will, and Austin, Rob, Jason, Evan, and Tony, and everybody at Turbulent, and everybody in CIG. This is big contributor to this. And the game is on. And and you know, you can, yeah. Yeah. You can debate that Shanghai is probably one of the cities that you will want. 
uh, model uh, in Star Citizen because it's probably one of the most futuristic, leanest cities in the world. Thanks, Dad. Thank you, guys. Uh, need a cold one. All right. Back to the presentation. So that's fun. That sort of shows kind of where, you know, we're starting in a little baby corner. Oh, of it, you like the North team been around since the beginning. Oh, yeah. Haddock, they just added. Yeah, Haddock been there since 2012. From the beginning. He came over with Chris from so directing movies. You wait for us to finish every single one of those systems. It'll, it will be a bit longer than I think everyone wants to wait. Um, all right. So it was David, David Haddock, okay, so Cherry Heiberg, uh, he's the archivist. Adam Lloyd Weaver, and Will Weissenbaum. Um, so not everyone has it, but some people have this and they can invite their friends. Yeah, she's the she's uh, most and, uh, recent will, edition. Um, well, you know, you or it could be between her and Adam Weaser. And eventually when we have more locations, they'll be... Uh, set around the universe. But Sherry, man, uh, she, she's the glue. Like she Dorman. puts all of it together. Uh, you got main I mean, she archives room, everything. Uh, we were just talking uh, about this the other day. Um, you guys remember about the fact how Mount uh, So don't drink too many of them before you fly, I think. Jukebox. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can invite organizations oh, yeah. or individual players. You have your trophies, a big aquarium. So it's, it's just like another you mean, did you ever um, get invited? location of real estate you can do. And we're going to have <laughs> a million high? Yeah. Has anybody uh, ever invited you? No, no. What about Come your on, really? No, 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 no. You know, your friends can invite you. If you know somebody uh, who has it, they can invite you, you in. You can't get access. I'm, I'm going to do the fast car. Oh, okay. Our, uh, I was just wondering if either of you guys had ever been inside. I never I never went in. I know some people who had access. I've only been on YouTube. Okay. Didn't you mention that you snuck in, Griff? Hello. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing we want to talk about coming up. Hey, you, you want to you want to click those last three slides since you know which ones are good. Too? Go. How many okay. people remember um, this thing? So, uh, hi, nice yeah, to meet you. I'm Carl Jones, uh, Chief Operating Officer, and I take care of biz business development. One of the things I've been handling very closely is our work with our partners. Uh, one of which, of course, is SciTech. And I wanted to update you all on the work that's been going on since we showed you the first kind of concept. <laughs> I, know, uh, I know, right? So uh, we've been working with the team at SciTech, who I can tell you are as passionate about what they're doing as our team is about being Star Citizen. These and are some not really a, talented uh, guys there. And they big. really want to deliver the best Star Citizen hotels They ever introduced another joystick? I am content with so my VKB. Let me tell you. To the early I'm good. We've enlarged the size of the, the initial hotels that they're going to be. Oh, no. Oh, tapped him out. Oh, AstroPub, what did you do? Oh, my God. He saw that keyboard and flipped out. Out. He saw that keyboard and flipped out. Pour me a cold one. Don't you show that key. Uh, uh, as you can see on the diagram there, we have some space for extra, extra buttons, don't you? Paul, I uh, hope no, you weren't no, cursing because you were thinking about SciTech making that uh, controller. No, he, he, no, he uh, typed now, it all cap, in all caps. Oh, okay. Be careful with that Zelix. Uh, the uh, T16000 starting so to you rear its ugly head. Having issues, man. So no, be, there, are people, aware there are people who I have that thing have no here. problems. Yep, there's some people so who have no problems. There are other people who do have problems with it. If he's happy with it, let him yes, be happy with it. Yes, I, uh, I, I got um, caught into that uh, crap storm. Mm-hmm. Five years ago. This one. Okay. This one. Terrible. 
Contact bailed, man. Show me this way. This side. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Chase. Yeah, it was five years. Contact me, Finden. But you know, all joking aside, I'm glad that CIG is trying to do stuff like that, trying to do merchandise and trying to do promotions. I mean, it's good. It's just a change that they don't always work out. I think the problem with doing something like this, though, is that the game is so evolving in and of itself that it's almost hard to kind of design something around it until it gets later in the stages. I know this was all prototype, but it's, it's a, that's a lot to be putting together at this stage in the game. It was ambitious. At this stage, they were thinking they were going to be out in a year or two. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and we still don't have proper inputs for our peripherals right now. Right. You know. What we don't have here today, unfortunately, is a mock-up of the high-end. Look at that thing. Which will have the OL yeah, it was it was a game changer, man. It was it was. I was in on it. I was like, hey, I gotta have that. And the fact that it was modular was different too. You know. But knowing what contact what they are now, it's just like, oh, buyer beware. That's true. I wonder how much that sucker would have cost back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was the whole thing, that price point, yeah. it pulled so, yeah, in a lot of people, really cool. it was in that mid-range area, yeah. and uh, that's what, that's what, uh, so less than a warthog, but more than the Carl, lower end stuff. It. And I think the guys at SciTech have been doing a pretty amazing job, it's again, I think we said, yeah. Maybe if you had one, you could sell it for like a thousand bucks as a, as a relic or something, I don't know. We chose them, is that they were really keen to here's here's my question for us and, did chris keep you know, like the prototype because he oh, you have it on his did. desk now you know they did control and sort of gimbal it may not have even had any wiring in it man that might have just been the casing we saw yeah good point yeah good point having a suite i think it is cool and it looks awesome and i can't no they didn't auction it i don't think Oh, no. I don't remember. Yeah, because right. it wasn't even completely there yet. Uh, it was okay, missing a so lot of just, stuff still. Hey, Masso, good to see you. So it just is hopefully going to let people chop and change their Masso ships. Masso Cast, with LTI. Ended. Spending a lot of time helping everyone out on that, so... Oh, so this is the introduction of the... Oh, my God, this is the beginning of it. And... LTI, hotel. Next thing is we have a referral program. Which <laughs> the golden USB. Um, so it's, you know, <laughs> oh, it's the beginning of the referral, but wow, a whole really bunch of it came out this year, that year. All our stuff is word of mouth and viral. Oh, yeah. so I still only have four referrals. Going out there Goldfish telling your friends. And so we'd rather sort of make it a more uh, solid part of the platform. Um, so yeah, Master Mesa Cat did 2015. So we can play that. You, you can hear... Benoit, uh, Benoit tell you in his own words uh, about the referral program. And this, you know, they started this, they only had 25. 25 was the max tier. Later on, they had to add more. Today with CitizenCon, we are launching the Star Citizen referral program. In this community, word of mouth has always been a major force in recruiting new citizens. 
Now with this program, we hope to reward players who help build this community by referring their friends. The way the program works is simple. <laughs> Each citizen gets a unique account lad. code. You can find your I got my, my first referral in three days. I took me like a year and a half, a no, four years to get my next referral. Each citizen has one. You can share your code by simply copying it and posting it online or by using the social sharing buttons. When your friends sign up with your code, they become your prospects. If they purchase the game, they become your recruit, <laughs> earning you one recruitment point. As you earn more points, you will go up in what we call the recruitment ladder and earn the relevant form title, badge icons, and rewards for each tier. The ladder does include unique items that can only be obtained in the referral program. You can always track your recruits in your RSI account settings. To make it so funny how they only thought people were going to be satisfied having 25 max. For anyone who signs up with a new account and a value. I, I think it's up to 1042 now. Gets something. Oh my gosh. We really want the referral program to be a way to progress without having to spend. Starting from a Base Aurora package, you can recruit friends to upgrade to higher end ships and equipment. We start with the first few tiers, but we have. Yeah, they need to use some referral points when your friends upgrade. Mechanics and areas. Oh, wow. Good point, Griff. See you guys yeah. in the verse. All right. <laughs> So, uh, oh my God! 2017 now. That's the high. You know, we thought it would be it would be appropriate to recognize it, and uh, you know, thank you for. I mean, we wouldn't be almost at a million people if it wasn't for all you here in the audience and everyone out there watching this on the live stream. Um, okay, let's go on. Okay, so we did. So who was the millionth backer? Ship. He said almost a million. Uh, so it is the Ajayus. Okay, I was um. So, you know, Egypt we have the Aegeus Gladius, That's right. Saber, it's another kind of sword. And uh, one of the things that we've been wanting to do is because we essentially have sort of one main dogfighting ship in the game right now, which she, is a Hornet. Um, and pretty much, the as I can tell, everyone flies got Hornets show on Super Hornets. So, so we wanted to have a ship that was in the same class that could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with it. Uh, and, That's uh, some goodies too, man, for being the one million factor. The UK. It'll be something that you'll see around uh, in Squadron 42 and other things as well. Uh, and it uh, is a dedicated I don't think that two million, two million got uh, anything. It's a bit I, more I didn't hear anything about it. It's like, so, you know, Hornets of Brawler is kind of a ninja. Bad but true. Uh, <laughs> so, there's sort of the stats on it. Um, it does... Uh, have, uh, uh, well, basically four S3 guns, which is uh, uh, pretty... Oh, the S2s, or oh, yeah. You can put S3s on the wings. Yeah, his ninja um, references. And it's got missile hardpoint, so it's, uh, I think, uh, going to be pretty cool. And here we go. We're also going to do a military ship sail to kick that off because we're going to show you some Squadron 42 stuff. I so think I bought the... Uh, put you in the uh, Squadron the 42 mode. I bought the Retaliator uh, and I, and I during this military ship sale. Selling all this, uh, oh, wow. this stuff. You know, you don't need to buy the ship. You can start with an Aurora and work your way through the game. Really, this is a way to support the development and building this incredibly ambitious game. And you don't so, need to buy it. Do it you don't need to buy it. But we will take that cash, baby. We will take that cash. Yeah, but he says we don't need to spend the money. Turn it down there. Um, so thank you. If, 
for doing that. So anyway, there we go. On the next one, military ship sail. <laughs> People still buying it, MasterCast. There. there you go. OK, and with the 48 hours, Ooh, uh, to celebrate we what we're going to show today, uh, the Amada Park, which will include the oh, address. Boy. And when you see the address a little later on, Invictus week, man. They were spooked the hell up. Why the address, um, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy ship. First of all, it's twice as big as we originally thought. And uh, anyway, so you'll get to see it in a little bit. Um, so there you go. And I believe uh, it's $170 for right the now. saver. Just 48 hours for the Armada okay. pack back then. All right, so now comes the part. Look at that, my spreadsheet for October 2015. Uh, All right, here is the big you. piece coming up next, I think. Oh. Oh, it looks look like I got the so Super Hornet. Want to show, uh, well, yeah, so turn, we turn it up on this one, man. Turn it up. This one is still giving me goosebumps. We talked about various uh, things that have happened in Vega, uh, and um, you know the beginning of. Oh, I also got the concierge black card. Uh, takes place right huh? uh, where this attack is. In 2015, October 23rd, such a thing and I I can tell you in one word 
victory. If there's one thing the Vandal has taught us, it's that without victory, there can be no survival. Yeah, get all the stellar names that Gimli. come along. Baby. Yep. Oh, put a year on it. 2016. 2016. Yeah, that was the that was the downfall. Because <laughs> when we went in 2016, we thought we were gonna see it. Um. So as you know, I spent a fair amount of time here in uh, London shooting the performance capture. Uh, that's uh, obviously the result of part of it. Uh, I have to say that it's an incredible privilege working with people like Gary Oldman and the rest of the cast that we had, because uh, I think they're going to bring a whole other level of uh, emotion and performance um, to the game. Uh, so um, one thing that we thought would be interesting, because we, you know, like everything we're trying to do here on Star Citizen, we're really trying to push the technology. So that scene is 100% CryEngine, running inside CryEngine real time. So we've pushed the faces, you know, I would say probably Rise was the best real-time sort of face tech. They did, man. So they now, did show one where they did the step. improvements to the um, uh, animation. So you're, you're right. If I go here, so we're gonna give, we're gonna run you a little video that sort Almost of like shows hey, the technical process of it. And then I'm going to start to talk a little bit about Squadron 42. I think it was on one of the shows more than an actual recut of the whole thing. Yes. I've seen so many shows, I don't recall that one. Liquid Chaos, you. thank you for the follow. It. Thank you for the Liquid follow. Liquid Chaos, thank you for the follow. We've been working on our characters, and more specifically, the facial aspect of this project for quite some time. So we're excited to finally reveal this to you. Here you can see Gary Oldman, Admiral Bishop, making his speech to the Senate. In terms of technology, we've there was built one of their the uh, development shows where they did the Gary Oldman piece, and one of the actors, a female actor, they showed the, the, the skin, the blood vessels, they were talking about how the blood vessels... Scuba Steve! Thank you for the host, buddy. Thanks for the host, sir. ...with an incredible attention to detail by Cubic Motion. My name is Vladimir Mastilovich, and I'm leading Trilateral Studio. We start our process with high-resolution scan data. These are scans of individually activated this facial muscles. I was mentioning. And basically each scan really is consisted see the blood of several vessels in the triangles. skin and it's like, wow. 
This is a data set that cannot go efficiently in the engine. And each scan is a snapshot in time. And, and this is what they call the what, any tier zero or is it with tier any other one? Scan. This is why we have written a tool that will analyze the surface of the skin and will find correspondences between each scan. That freaks process, me out every time I see that. Hundreds of thousands of yeah. correspondence points between each scan pair. And no this bones, us man. No bones about it. Use blend shapes on any custom topology for these scans. <laughs> Moisturize me. Scans are then handled by our artists <laughs> who are examining for any unwanted motion. And they are putting it in. Hopefully, they don't get any ideas to make a creature like that. Modeling a constellation of hundreds of shapes. Probably. That it's really easy to do, evidently. Rig, there it is. Which is essentially wow. a digital puppet of the character, which can then be animated and transferred to a game engine as an optimized data set. When it comes to photoreal characters, everything is important. Not only that characters. I remember watching this and thinking this will tell my PC when I play it. It also needs to look correct when it's animated. This also needs to extend to micro level. So that skin stretching and the pore stretching fluid between the eyelid and the eyeball behaves correctly so that it maintains the illusion of I'm light kind of in the scene. Volume too high. What you Essential for doing this on not a not as told thanks for stopping in. Is that only having a large team, but also having proper production tools. Essential also to solving this problem are our production partners, Cubic Motion. At Cubic Motion, we're responsible for accurately recreating the actor's performances using the face rig designed by Trilateral. Stage one of the Cubic Motion facial animation process involves analyzing the actor's performance. So that means tracking hundreds of points on the face, covering all the main facial features, such as eyes, inner lips, teeth, and skin creases. Wow. In addition to that, we capture texture information from the video and that gives us this extra level of fidelity in the data. After we have analyzed the performance, we move so on to the question, just for the, the process. How many views do you think Every rig control has its own guess. measure within the solver. And mm, each of these measures no looks idea. at very specific regions of the Crazy face number. and how those regions move. Nope, not quite. Oh, region. okay. We can combine multiple measures and what this means is okay, that you can accurately recreate realistic motion like when you emote. Firstly, we've got a funneling mouth shape. And this is this shape is essential for facial animation and lip so the question is, Second how many, how many views do you think the Bishop Cinema we have so on the, on the Story Citizen demo um, video, channel? But you can see... Uh, a very the speech, how many views it got, that speech? Under the actor's skin. Probably in the hundred, a thousand, probably a million. Maya, that the solver has captured these. No, he said it wasn't that much, how much? 627,801. Once we have sold wow. the data to Half all million. the facial rig controls, I thought it'd be higher than that, but I'm surprised it's that low. Well, it's just that, it's just that speech by itself. The question, how many, how many views is this particular citizen con bones. Did we use the distance and kind of seven seven one to almost seventy two thousand views? Seventy two thousand. You got to look at the time of day when they actually got the citizen con. This is important as it gives us smoother and more realistic deformation. Recent updates to our technology allow us to compute this on the GPU, which means better performance and even more characters using it. At the same time, blend shapes are driven by the animation.
Bishop uses over 400 of these button shapes not, to accurately remember correctly, I had, to get, I had to get up early in the morning to watch this to Citizen Kong show. The to the mesh. Yeah, this was, um, yeah, this was UK time. Admiral Lulz, thank you for the follow. We appreciate it. Admiral Lulz, what's going on, dude? How you doing? As well as animated wrinkles. When used together, this yields a whole new level of facial performance. You can see when I toggle the feature, the change is dramatic. There are even more subtle uses, such as making the lips lighter when they Thank stretch you, or darker Thanks when they Thank you, Boogie. Thanks for stopping burst. in. I'm sorry for we missed you, buddy. previous games on the CryEngine used a single wrinkle map texture. We have extended this to use one, two, or even three wrinkle and blood flow maps. This ends up giving us 44 different areas on the face to blend in diffuse and normals, making unique wrinkles and expressions as accurate as possible. You can get an idea of the complexity of this system through this debug view. I was, highlights I was really areas and their relative intensities. I couldn't, I could take my eyes away from the when I first saw this. This is really, you know, one such improvement is dynamic pupil adaption, very which detailed. causes the pupils to actually react to the changes in lighting. Like stuff the like this, the dynamic pupil adapting, that blew me away. Animating 200 bones and over 400 blend shape creates an enormous amount of data. We compress this on the way into the engine down from hundreds of megabytes to just a few. We do this compression very carefully as Cubic Motion has provided highly accurate and specific animation data of the actor's performance. This performance must be retained when coming into the engine. The facial pipeline within Star Citizen is well on its way, and as you can see, the characters push beyond where other projects and technologies have gone before. We are committed to delivering the most lifelike characters possible to enhance your immersion in the Star Citizen universe. That's just one example of the uh, the level of uh, fidelity that we're pushing for. I mean, I think it goes without saying, I wasn't thinking that I would be able to do that when I launched the crowdfunding campaign in 2012. Uh, but as I made a pledge quite a few years ago when I said we kept on raising money, I said, I'm going to take the money we raise and I'm going to put it back into the project and we're going to make the project bigger and better, which is true for Squadron 42 and true for Star Citizen. And so the level of the cast, the technology we're pushing for the characters to put you in the story, and just generally everything we're doing in both Stars and Squadron 42 is reflective of that. Um, so, you know, just to talk a little bit about Squadron 42, um, you know, I would put it up next, just as a standalone project, next to any AAA, big publisher, big budget game. I, I'm 100% confident that it can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with any of those games and, uh, you know, come out on top. Well, if you like space games, that is. Um, so, you know, the original pitch when I, when I started this, I didn't think we'd have the money, was I was going to do something very similar to Wing Commander, which was uh, submissions flying around in space, and then when you were back on your ship, you would have a couple of limited options of who you would talk to and go around, which was sort of the Wing Commander 1 and 2 model, and Wing Commander 3 and 4 had live action, but essentially it was the same format. Um, but, you know, since we've pushed our citizen and the tech forward, since we've raised more money, the whole uh, Squadron 42 design has gone beyond uh, that setup. So it's a combination of flight, on the ground, combat, uh, talking, interacting with characters, all in one seamless uh, setting and environment, all from uh, you know first person at that level of fidelity. Oh, uh, I think it's going to be 
the most immersive of all the story games I've ever done. So I'm, you know, the I'm, you know, Dave was the lead writer on the script. Uh, Will also in LA. They Chris wrote it Backer together. Away from a firm uh, it's a date. fantastic script. Um, I think I'm going to do a. I won't show that just yet, Dave. We'll, we'll, when we get to the next day. Um, but uh, I, I really, you know, I think you'll get to know the characters in the story in a way that uh, you wouldn't have done in the past because we're letting you go anywhere you want on the ship and interact with who you want. Mr. Tofu, thank you for the follow. The goal is to have performance and oh, sort of facial you. fidelity that is on the level of what we have uh, with Gary Oldman. Um, outside of that, you know, we have, we, you know, because we've got the large world, we're setting Squadron 42 in a large world environment. So we're making it not just linear missions, it's also sort of sandboxy, where you'll have optional missions you can do besides the narrative for the story. So there's going to be a vast amount of gameplay. I mean, we're very confident. So you go to the um, be a lot more content than any of my past Wing Commanders and what we were originally um, thinking in the beginning. So just to give you an idea, um, you know, we capture. We got a, We're going to have about over 10 hours of final performance capture. I think we did about 120 hours or so uh, of the shoot, but of course you edit that down, box. it's about 10 hours of final. So to give you an idea, Wing Commander 3 had about three hours and 17 minutes, and uh, Wing Commander 4 had about four hours and 13 minutes. How much minutes. did so change we're over twice yes. the amount more of scenes right and performance that you had in Wing Commander 4. Um, look at the, look at the figure, how he's holding the gun. Using it's the nothing that like that. Showed. Uh, I'm uh, going to show you something in a little bit, which is earlier, much more work in progress. Uh, but, you know, the Gary Oldman is the, he's the sort of gold standard. So all the main cast are done to his fidelity level. Uh, and then the secondary cast are just a slight tab below them, but they have most of the same features. So they're going to have animated diffuse and all the wrinkle maps and stuff like that. Um, so we have this sort of dynamic conversation reputation system. It's also a system that we will take across and use inside the persistent universe. And we're doing some stuff for Star Citizen that leverages off this that will allow you not only to sort of do sort of missions that other people give you or other AI, but also have sort of story missions and more kind of adventure LAT. interactions in the persistent universe. And that will kind of come out of the story uh, conversation system we're doing for Squadron 42. Um, and, uh, you know, I think one of the big keys was one of the reasons why we have about 10 hours uh, of scenes, which is obviously a lot more than you would have in any kind of movie, is normally in a film, you just stay with the main characters and the main action. But since this is your experience, we don't know what you're going to do. We don't know who you're going to choose to talk to, what you're going to do aboard the ship. So we, we went and actually spent time with every one of the secondary characters, and they have their own stories, and they, have, you know, they can tell you about their hopes and dreams, and they all have arcs. And so the idea from an emotional standpoint is that you hopefully, as a player, will sort of pick and choose hey, who Billy. you want to interact with, who you like, who you'll talk with, and then when things happen in the story of Squadron 42, because obviously it's a fairly boring story if nothing happens, uh, and you know, uh, things happen to people, you'll actually have more of an emotional connection than you would traditionally do in a game because we're allowing you to sort of pick and choose who you're going to interact and uh, sort of spend time with. So um, I think that's going to be um, pretty good and you can sort of define who you are through, who you, through your actions and interactions. Um, so. 
So I'm going to show you a little video uh, of kind of just a shoot for the behind the scenes to sort of set up what uh, we will demo a lot of right after this. So here we uh. go. Oops, go back on that. Down there, going to Andy Circus. There he is, the man himself. So motion capture is just the body, um, you know, like the head position, but it's not the, the facial, not the performance. So all the stuff that we're shooting on performance capture is all the performance in Squadron 42. So the dramatic scenes, you know, people's dialogue. And so we capture their motions and, um, you know, what they're saying and what's happening on their face to map it all onto their sort of digital sure. <laughs> alter egos inside the, the world of Squadron 42. And we'll be doing that here in the Imaginarium stage uh, at Ealing Studios uh, for the next three months. My name is Ian Duncan and I'm, uh, I'm playing the player. So everything's from uh, my point of view and all the interactions that every character has, it's, um, it's with my with You know my what? Character. Kind of I'm trying to talk over this, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if they have a, a female um, player too. I'm getting markers on my body and a camera on my head. Yes. We wear the cameras oh, and headgear so it captures the performance. Regular every day at work. We've got this helmet on our heads that actually films every little close-up. I mean, you can't really get much closer than this. It's going to pick up every single feature of ours. All those other many, many cameras and gizmos capture the, the physicality. I don't know, 50, 60 or so cameras. I'm just picking up a number there. I did mocap last time five years ago and it's already evolved. I think kind of pretty sexy. <laughs> and that's why I'm here. Oh, thanks. Scan down. Just check. That's the money shot. Because <laughs> everyone looks very odd. <laughs> and, and very, like, you know, jumping all, all over the place. Uh, suits that don't leave much to the imagination. You feel very self-conscious, but the, uh, the trick is obviously to lose that self-consciousness and just oh, yeah, kind of be yourself crazy. within the space and Think play so. the character within the space. A bit like being in a theatre workshop. It's all in your mind. Home to the famous Squadron 42. Yeah, it's like make-believe. Yeah, it's like being five again. Yeah, it's like being five again. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Mental, physical training has been pretty intense. Um, I was a sat and had a cup of tea this morning and Don't. then came here. <laughs> so you have to go through a series of 90 plus expressions ranging from frowning, smiling, looking up, looking down, left, right. And uh, the combination of all those things mean that they can then control the way that you look digitally. First time you do it, it, it can feel very weird. It's quite a test. I love it. I, I feel very at home here. Andy. Chris is a bit of the sort of George Lucas of this stuff. Really putting you in the game in a way that we don't have right now. Where you have uh, emotional connections with characters. Gimli. The the ring. When I did Wing Commander, I felt like we sort of advanced uh, sort of cinematic storytelling in games back then. Uh, and I think, you know, our cast is something that you would even have, you would have in a movie definitely. Um, in a way that you don't normally see in games, which is pretty cool. Yeah. He's kind of the charming, famous one. What took you guys so long? You almost missed all the fun. I want you to hear this, sit down. We had Liam Cunningham <laughs> this morning, uh, who's playing Captain White. I think Bishop's gonna be a great character. Uh, Gary's awesome to work with, and you know he's bringing a lot of nuances to it. 
some of you may asking why undertake such a thing, I can tell you in one word. Victory! Can you better be on your way? A little bit starstruck. It's like an extra. Yeah. Oh wow, they look so nerdy. Yeah. 42 is a must. EBA play. back to your ship. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, we were going through a list of actresses that we thought uh, would be believable as Gary's daughter. Jillian was my top choice. We'll handle it exactly the way you did on the X-Files. She's great. She's tough. She's awesome. Um, she definitely holds her own. We got Harry Treadaway, who's amazing. Like we're getting drunk before we even start work, so it's a good day at work. Oh, this is a uh, space whiskey. It's uh, 5,000 year old. Yeah, single malt. <laughs> just been a really joyous experience. Yeah, I mean, working with all the uh, A-listers was just amazing. I think the, the fact that uh, I got to be that every single Some people are going to be lost in the story. We're going to lose them. And it's going to be fell. The message to fans would be that thank you for enabling us to do something at this level. Uh, what we shot here was way, 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 way beyond what initially I thought I would be able to do. So I know it's hard to wait. <coughs> tr trust me, it'll be something that... It's hard to wait. I think you'll be glad that you supported. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I'm pretty excited to see it sort of come alive. That'd be a cracker. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be cool for my film. Dave, you want to bring up the scripts? I... I thought we thought it, it should be a good, uh, like a good prop. We didn't actually print everything out because we don't want to waste all the paper. Uh, but I wanted to sort of show you the difference between. Okay, so this is outline. This is this is actually is an outline script, um, but uh, it's 116 pages. So this is like a normal film script you normally shoot. And then uh, you know this is essentially what Wing Three was, Heart of the Tiger. As you can see, it's a lot because you have obviously a lot more Wait, if I'm wrong, but didn't someone take that? This was not wing four, which was a little longer than Wing 3, but not significant. I think it was about 411 pages versus 324. And then... <laughs> that's what we shot for Squadron 42. And... That was, that was all... That's all enabled by you guys. So... I don't know if I could do the... Like that. Bam. <laughs> Um, so, sorry, Dave, I should have said that. That's great. had it. So, uh, there's going to be a massive amount of game. Um, Attic is, is working on obviously why Walking it's going to take a little longer than we And he's working thought, on lore it will be worth of the Persistent the Universe. Because, uh, you know, we've got an incredibly talented team here in the UK. They are leading uh, Squadron 42. Uh, and... Anyway, I'm, I'm always blown away by the work and the attention to detail. I think you've seen a lot of it, like in the Gladius and the Retaliator. The UK yep. team has been doing an amazing job in Squadron 42. Is is sort of their one of their main missions. They're also helping out on most of the other uh, parts of the game, including sort of Star Citizen, SC Alpha 2.0, and the FPS side. Um, so what we thought we would do here is we're going to do it. We're going to show it. Early part of Squadron 42, where you first transfer on to your first posting, which is uh, Idris Corvette. Uh, my frigate, sorry, I'm back. Idris frigate. 
And uh, we upgraded it, went from like whatever it was, 100 and something meters to 250. It's quite big, as you'll see. Uh, and this is actually where you first arrive on uh, the ship. Uh, this is all running in real time in the engine. There's a few performance issues. Also, I want to call out that the characters, so the, the, what you saw with Gary Oldman is well, the game where it's really going like to it, be at cool. with the main characters and the secondary characters will be fairly close to that. So what we have here is sort of some of the characters, but they're not finished off. They don't have all the diffuse maps. They don't have, uh, you know, some of the love that Gary had because Gary was sort of our proof of concept to push it. Uh, but it's to show you interacting, moving around, some of the concepts of the conversation stuff. Uh, there will be some glitches and stuff. This is, this is the thing that started us a little late, that we had a break with the build, and so that's why we rushed here a little late, and that's why we didn't exactly start on time. Uh, but I think it will give you a good idea of what it's going to feel like uh, just being part of Squadron 42, being on a ship, um, you know, it'll be, for me, it'll be a whole other level beyond what you've been able to do in Wing Commander. You'll be able to wander around, talk, make friends, do what you like. And the actors that you've seen that we were performance capturing, you know, we do the full 3D uh, scan of their faces, bring it into the game, capture their performances. And instead of watching something passively like you would have done in Wing 3 or Wing 4, you're actually there in the scene, talking to them, moving around them, and they will react to you. So uh, the last bit of caveat is that you know we have a whole bunch of next stage sort of AI in terms of uh, what we call subsumption. Like I think we've talked about about having their own sort of schedules. There's some very rudimentary beginning Isn't bits it? in here, but it's nowhere close to where it's going to be when it's finished. Also, in terms of uh, them reacting or tracking you, uh, there's some technology that we're still working on that isn't in here that will make that much better and lifelike. So this is a, imagine this is a sort of very first stage uh, and will be a lot closer in terms of the fidelity to what you saw with Gary. Not quite to the Gary fidelity all the time because obviously that's a dedicated cinematic scene, but the, the, that's kind of the quality. All the tier zero characters, so like Mark Hamill, Mark Strong, uh, you know, all the cast we mentioned there are what we call tier zero. And they're the ones that have the 40,000 polygon faces with the three sets of wrinkle maps and diffuse maps. And so that's the Gary level. Then the tier one characters have two sets of wrinkle maps and diffuse maps. And their faces are like 10 or 12,000 polys. Um, but they look pretty good. I mean, so to give you an idea, the rise faces were about 10,000 faces or something. And they didn't have the extra set of wrinkle maps or the diffuse map. The fuse maps, what happens when you scrunch and your face gets more red and stuff like that. Uh, and so that actually will make a big difference for some of the stuff uh, that I even show here, because if you're, say, pale skin, that makes a bigger difference than if you're dark skin. Having said that, let's uh, show the Marotor. So you ready, Liam, back here? OK, here we go. And I will, I will warn you, there are some dialogue sync issues in a part of this, but here we go, let's watch it. Oh, this is a beautiful shot. 
Uh, Kusanagi, send me send me the link in um, Discord. 85 to Stanton. 85 to Stanton. The school is Victor's Week did that. It's a javelin. <laughs> Add it to it. There's so, a chance to see the Argo too, right there. Those of you who bought your Argo personnel carriers or Argo cargo, there you go. I'm hoping, like, once we really get this in game for Idris owners, I would love for them to have those space stops above the planet that uh, they hail from. And they would take the Argo up, they would uh, find that from their hangar, planet side, and then go up to the space dock with the Argo or a, a similar oh, hey. ship you must be the new pilot. aboard their Idris. Jeez, really got you jammed in here, huh? Welcome to the standard. I would love that emergency. What's the number on that one? This one's ID 523R6. Okay, got it. Excuse me, sir. Seriously, Mauro? I'll tell you when we find your converters. You? Lieutenant Commander Kelly wants you to report to the briefing room? Jeez, Wet. That's how you welcome someone aboard. You're not even going to introduce yourself. I'm Petty Officer Webster, Chief Mechanic. You should go to the briefing room. You're hopeless, I'm Webb. busy. I'm heading to engineering. I can give you the tour. He has a map. He'll be fine. Uh, the tour sounds great. Great! It'll only take two seconds. I'll wait for you by the stairs. Essentially downtime in Squadron 42 and how you get about and, and get to know your uh, NPCs or your crewmates. Give me spoilers, John. Oh, I love how okay, the... Um... I'll let you have that. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the, uh, the, the ship made their, their, their Air Force build. The acoustics are spot like on, too. I was doing for the first time last week. The only person I ever see or hang out with is Kelly, and I'm pretty sure all they talk about is work. Anyway. Even here five years ago, the Idris looked gorgeous inside. Oh, yeah, then we, the next yeah, time we see it, probably, you know, this year in Victor's Week. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it a few times, but I yeah. think we've only seen it one time at, at Sanctuary. But I mean, I'm sure they've enhanced it even more. We saw it in the uh, vertical slice, remember? And it looked much, even more detailed than this. this is oh, yeah. And this gentleman here is the one and only flight operator, Aaron Sito. It has now, that film blur to it right, right now. 
I'm sure you'll hear this all day, but welcome aboard the Stanton. This particular version. I'm going to be the voice in your head while you're flying. Don't you worry, though. I'll be gentle. Oh, did you hear about Claude? Can you, Is you know what? Really? This, I'm looking at his no console. Really Can you imagine uh, making those UI uh, stations workable in the Idris? Oh, my God. Everyone, it just, I just had an aha moment just right now. Next stop, How many do you have to go through and make them playable and and you can interact with? Tito's great. But a bit of a gossip. Don't tell him anything you don't want the whole crew to know. Rumor has it that's why his ex left. Well, he's probably better off. Told me she had a gambling problem. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen Luther since you got back? People telling people's business on ship, man. <laughs> yeah, Mara was was the gossip, the ship gossip. Oh my god! <laughs> but that's why he's there, you know, to get all that insider info. After he commission, right? <laughs> you get the scoop. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, so -so not, not no longer with us. <laughs> They're probably gonna what? do mission, Darwin. Yeah. Prepare yourself, my son. And here's the mess hall. But isn't this the potential of what we're seeing as far as how the NPCs were interacting with us in the persistent universe? Mm. This is what, isn't this what they're trying to achieve? Zulu <laughs> says, I want the mop, guys. <laughs> get the backstory in. There you are. Did you get the converters? White wants an ETA on that relay. Right. So we've seen female characters here, but we don't really see them in the Persistent Universe until 2018 or 2019. Yeah, 2019. The rigging aspect, uh, fast car. I'll go speak to her. Yeah, but I think you're just saying the fact that they existed here. Yeah. Because like on an NPC level, you know, for the player level, we get it, but even on the NPC level, we're walking around in a very male-driven work system. Keeps those engineers busy. So it's amazing that they had, you know, had to do with interaction of the, and the equipment too. They had to resize things. Yeah, but it's amazing that they had they had actual female characters back in 2015, mm -hmm. but you know, Miss Hartstead. Even now it's limited. You're right, Miss Hartstead. It's supposed to be more women than men, right? Miss <laughs> Hartstead got it in. As you can see, the, uh, I will not argue with the lady. By the hey, way, uh, just so you guys will know, we're going to be having Miss Hearts on the show to talk about women in gaming pretty soon. So keep your eyes open for that because uh, she's going to have a lot of good wow. stuff to share. Very nice. 40, 60. Okay, that's fair enough. I'm assuming the 60 is women, hey, right? Because <laughs> that's what guys would like to have. No, she said uh, women to men. I know I was teasing her. I was teasing her. I was saying I think the guys would rather have it the other way around. <laughs> See, look at Boku. I'm not going there, all right, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I'm not saying a word. I'm, I'm, I'm right here, man. I'm watching. I with you guys. Boku says women run the world. So hey, let them, let them all come. I mean, even in, even, even in this game, I believe um, 
Julian Anderson is going to have a high-ranking role in this game. Isn't she a captain? I forgot. Captain. So, well, let's go, let's show the entry point, you don't want to hear that when you sat on somebody's ship. By the way, if, if, you, if you haven't figured it out, Morrow's the gossip aboard the ship. So, so this is sort of the, the level of attention to detail inside the Idris, which also is, by the way, the Idris everyone will fly in the uh, persistent universe. And uh, this has been uh, built by Nathan Dearsley and uh, his team uh, at uh, Squadron. I love uh, what they do with the engineering rooms. They look so good. Um, so Agreed. a whole bunch of really talented uh, vehicle artists have all been working, building uh, the Idris. As you guys were saying it, I was thinking, man, uh, in Squadron 42, a uh, situation happens where you got to abandon ship. All hell breaks out. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm lost. You're gonna make me put money into, into this um, subscription to get my own email. <laughs> and it's gonna be enough clown cars out there. <laughs> we don't need that. I don't even think Kimmy's seen that people have been putting his face up. Yeah, I've been watching. I am not going to, I did not want to respond. People like you. Well, people like you. Oh my God. That's like flattery if somebody puts your face up. Oh my God. Yeah, Kimmy got to be the new high. She served in the 351st Battle Group for almost six decades. Before transferring to the 87th All right, give me back for saying clown car. Ten years ago. In our last two assignments, we've gone from rescue and disaster relief in Ferran to perimeter sweeps along the shore. Ah, uh, Admiral uh, we have Captain is a carrier commander in the Navy, similar to a colonel in the Army and Air Force. Big dreams of thrashing oh, out with Bishop and think a post like this isn't worth their time. That this is a joke. It was Sandy, right? So I tell everyone. No, that's Rona Mitra. I, I caught the accent. We may be a small crew, but the work we do matters. And if you don't respect that, he played in what, sure the, one of the underworlds. He was a, a vampire the who was in love with the male, the, uh, the lichen, the werewolf. She had a number of roles. You can look up all. Oh yeah, she had quite a few mo right. movies so, under her belt. Uh, uh, series, TV series, like that. Uh, that's actually a very small part of the tour. Like when you first land, there's actually quite a few more uh, vignettes um, that happen along that tour. <laughs> um, this is sort uh -oh. of the yeah. You gotta watch uh, out for those um, symbols. To, to develop all the sort of AI and. Uh, put the characters in just to let you know uh we don't have none of the none of the hair was final most of those faces aren't even close to final we've just we have him in to work with the stuff it's going to be a whole another level uh beyond that so for instance uh uh you know executive officer kelly who's talking to you at the end uh played by rona mitra is a tier zero character so she's she will be completed to the level that you saw gary oldman in the, the cinematic tier zero uh, there we go so uh it will go 
much further. We just did this it's is a singer. the stuff that we had at the stage. Of yeah, I would have told you sooner. Uh, shooting, I can't remember, but I didn't want to spoil it. Lateral work on it and cubic work on it. It's a very long process <laughs> for them to deliver that kind of quality. Uh, but we wanted to get it in. We wanted to sort they of show did the you voice guys of, uh, Tomb Raider, where it's going to uh, go. Edos uh, it's going to look. Much better. There's a lot of like details of uh, how the AI works, and there's some uh, procedural like looking around and tracking stuff that isn't in right now that can take, as you saw, like when they were showing the tech video on the puppet, the face puppet. You can move the head around, and it'll all work properly. So there's some level of kind of uh, AI sort of real-time rig manipulation that isn't in yet that will allow those characters to sort of track you. So if you walk around them. They'll turn their heads and look at you and be much more realistic. And every one of the characters has a whole set of conversations they have that are not necessarily targeted to any one part of the story. So if you go up, you can talk to them. They'll have personal stories and all performance captured to the level that, that we've done it. That's why, that's why the shoot was a 66-day shoot. I think I've mentioned in the past that's longer than any film that I've done. That's basically big movie uh, shoot length. And it was to get all that material to get it in there. So I think it's going to make... Uh, in terms of being immersed in a story, it's uh, going to be pretty amazing. It's going to take a little longer than we'd originally thought, but I think it's worth it to give uh, the guys here in the UK the time <laughs> to make it and do it right, because uh, I think it will be very special. Ego, and uh, you know, from my standpoint, no, there's a lot of people here that played Wing Commander a long time ago. It was 25 years ago. And 30 years ago now. That's the test of time, and I really feel that the stuff that we're doing here for Star Citizen and Squadron 42 can be that. And to do that, you you can't you can't accept anything that's anything anything less than the best. So that's what we that's what we're working for. Um, here we go. So uh, I think the last one we have the website is gone live now. Um, so game features, character biography, and game footage. I think. Uh, you know, ultimately, we sort of feel like Squadron 42 by itself is a whole full game, and you're getting Star Citizen as a whole full game. So, in the future, not this year, but we probably will. All you guys are back and get everything now, but later on down the road, we may split those out because, I mean, you know, we took something that we thought was some missions and story and made it into this huge thing alongside this other huge thing. Um, so, there you go. That's uh, CitizenCon here. I think there was some discussion of. Oh, look, a big cake that I've seen behind me. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. are we doing the cake out? That's my birthday oh, cake. Who did that's my birthday? But nice. Or shall I, shall I finish my cl closing here before we do the cake? Uh, I'm just saying, because all I'm going to say is everything that you guys have seen, uh, the, you know, the SCE Alpha 2.0 stuff, which we are going to give you guys in the very, very near future, uh, plus the stuff that we've done for Squadron 42, plus a whole bunch of other stuff that we're working on that you guys haven't seen yet, is all enabled by you guys here, out there, watching this, and all the backers. And so we couldn't do it without your support. Uh, yes, yeah, no, and community. it's really, really appreciated because uh, I think Chris is hungry. I'm getting to make the game I've always wanted to make. <laughs> And uh, Jared's not around. I'm pretty sure it's the game all the folks working <laughs> on the, the game want to play too. So, thank you very much. And look at this. Wow, that's pretty awesome. We should do a little video of this. Well, before so we're we three sing, years old. <laughs> before we sing, Chris, if you'd like to introduce the guys from Foundry 42 and some of our founders. Yes. Okay. Here we go. For my uh, so. All right. 
So, so, uh, so here we got some of the key. Uh, you obviously you know uh, Ortwin, uh, who's one of the founders of the beginning. Right. I'll, I'll think about that too, Chris Nardi. Come on, sir. I do. Uh, Come so on, you guys. Met really? You met Dave, Holly Ryder. So this is Paul Jones, who's the art director of Foundry 42, and all that beautiful art that you've seen through Squadron 42, and a lot of some of the position universe stuff has been art directed by him. Here's Nick Elms, who's the creative director of, uh, of Foundry 42. Um, so Squadron 42, and again, a lot of the others I've seen. We have Phil Mello, lead designer, and Nick and Phil, uh, we all went to school many years they grew ago up together, here in Manchester. Phil so Miller's guy that, we grew up the, together. The, I've known uh, the guy Phil and Nick since I've been four or right? uh, And we have Derek yeah. Senior, who's our lead uh, engineer, um, technical director here at Foundry 42. Uh, That's and, Miles Eckhart. Uh, so he runs, how many people, how many engineers do we have here? In? Um, I think we're up to 22, 23. So 22, 23 engineers here in, in the UK. How many designers do we have? There's like 5,000 of you guys, right? <laughs> By 22, I think you win, right, Paul? How many artists? We're like over 35. Right. <laughs> and uh, we also have uh, customer service here. So I don't know where Patrick is back there. So he runs. We have a whole. We have a pretty. We have a pretty big customer service department here. Patrick Pro. Uh, so I'm sure you guys interact with him. And uh, how many guys, how many people here we have? 80 positions to be filled. Five, so yeah. To be filled. This is, uh, the UK is our biggest studio. There's 130 people here. Uh, we're growing. Um, so uh, I, I think it's probably because the weather's never great here, so everyone just stays inside and works. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, it's been amazing uh, so far, the three years so far. I'm looking forward to uh, many more years as we... Um, not only finish the game, but beyond that, sort of keep enhancing it, keep adding content, and making a, a virtual playground for us all to adventure around in. And I would say, happy yeah. birthday, Star Citizen, one way. Should we can sing? Should we sing happy birthday to Star Citizen? Yeah. All right. All right. I'm really bad at singing. Who's got a good voice? Phil? No? <laughs> Sandy should sing. She probably I had a great you voice. Could sing, Phil. Well, you, you got some Welsh background. Hello. What's going on with you? We're streaming. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Star Citizen. Happy birthday to you. Chat is going off, man. <laughs> so do I get a credit or what? <laughs> How big are the pieces? <laughs> oh, blow it up, sorry. I, am I going to get all those all at once? <laughs> okay. Okay, give me a fight to you blow off. I spit over this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be terrible at cutting it. He's going to be a good cutter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know how to cut this. I don't know. All right, give up. Who's got, who knows how to cut this properly? I mean, how am I going to do it? Maybe you go from the corner? 
Oh, they're going to cut it. Oh, sorry. The, the people working here will cut it. Sorry. Sorry. If anyone has the badly cut bit, that was me. Sorry. Oh, okay. Darn it. Uh, anyway, so thank you guys very much. I think we still all hanging out, having some drinks, right? Uh, so have fun. Thank you um, for supporting. Thank you for backing. Thank you for coming here. And uh, I'll be happy to hang out and say hi to everyone. So. That he will do. Chris will hang around, man, and show you love. Griffin, how much money do you think they, they, they paid to get that plane in there? You figured the Concords uh, were already decommissioned, so it couldn't have been that much. No, I was kidding. Probably being constant. <laughs> yeah, they just rented the space out. But part of the controversy yeah. that did come up at that time was that because some people came in on the middle of it, they thought it was an actual <clears throat> built set that CIG spent backer money on, not realizing <laughs> that, you know, like you said, Kimmy. The plane was already there and all this other stuff. They just basically brought some folding chairs in and, <laughs> and that was it. Um, but this yeah, is... yeah, they came they came in and said, the plane, the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was a real controversial time, again, because as we mentioned, oh, they went off. there was issues in relation to Squadron 42 not coming out in 2014. Then as, as Fastcart mentioned, it was mentioned in the video that it would be out in 2016. So... We were kind of in a really weird space at this time uh, in relation to Squadron 42, at least. So, of course, our citizen is going to take longer, but Squadron 42 did have a projected launch date of either 2014 or 16 at one point. So, any, anything, yeah, I, was, I, mm, I, was I was surprised to see that 2016 at, at the end of the video. Mm -hmm. I, forgot, I forgot that it was actually in the video. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, that's yep. where it came from. Uh, Kimmy, anything you take away from this in particular compared to where we are now from 2015? Yes, uh, Chris Roberts, uh, uh, he retired from giving hardcore dates on, on releases. <laughs> yeah, and I think to no your more. point, in 2016, I think he even says that from the stage that his people told him to stop doing it. So <laughs> I think at that point, like you said, he realizes not yeah, a good thing to do. I told him before that. Yeah, not a good thing to do. Fastcart, what about you? Anything in particular from 2015 till now that kind of sticks out with you? Uh, I'm still waiting for to get my call to one day not ask me to, to be in a mocap suit and <laughs> be in a game, but you know, hope that that happens soon. But no, seriously, um, there was surprise. I mean, not surprises, but things I didn't recall, like the saber. This is the year the saber mm -hmm. was announced, and um, this is the year the star map came out and stuff like that. Yep. I was like, yeah, I, it, it's been so long. I, the year just meld together sometimes, and I don't remember what, what year is what sometimes. So it's good to go back and watch these things for like remember. Oh, this is the year that happened. Yeah. 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 Map for sure. Um, chat. I don't know if there's anything that you guys that stood out to you. We don't have any questions this week because I think most of the questions were kind of scrolling as we were going along. So there's nothing that anybody yeah. submitted. Uh, uh, for me, I had forgotten that the star map came out this this early. It felt like it was a little later to me. I was just surprised that it exactly. was in 2015. Um, and to Kimmy's point earlier, they have <clears throat> they have built that map out 
more and more. So if you if it's been a while since you visited the star map, we really would encourage you to go back and take a look at it because they're constantly building and, and the animations just look incredible. I mean, it's just gotten better and better over the years. And ultimately, they plan on that all being incorporated into our ship in Moby. So it'll be interesting to see how that tech ultimately comes together where the quality level is at that level in game. So, but we're getting there, you know, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. Zelik says, I liked Sandy's passionate speech, but that, but, uh, that less corporate feel I, I miss a bit. Yeah. I hear you. Um, yeah. Yeah, point, yeah. For people who were around back then, we remember that that was a pretty tense time. Uh, but I also noted that when Chris and Sandy met each other on the stage, they hugged each other on here. And normally we didn't see any uh, interaction yeah. between them. But in this particular case, it was like, you know, it was nice to see that. You know, I don't think some people kind of freaked out about that. How come they never said they were married? No, I'm like, oh, yeah. well, first of all, it's none of your business. They don't have to Conspiracy say that they're married. Theory. Oh, you know? that's nepotism. Yeah, you know, there was a whole lot of stuff. Like I said, there was a lot. Of, this was kind of a tumultuous time from 2014, 15 until 2016, 17. Um, but, uh, there was a lot of good stuff here, um, that we saw some things that you mentioned fast cart that have come into fruition came away right away within a year. Some stuff we had to wait a little longer for. Um, so listen, uh, we're going to cut the show here cause we have had you guys on for a long time today, but we really appreciate you Thank all you being here. Uh, just to give you a quick update, uh, next week, our show is, you guys know each month we've been taking on starships and next month will be alien ships. Uh, this is Alien Ship Week, as you guys know. So we're going to talk about alien ships, alien. Uh, how many of you guys own? Oh, boy, somebody mentioned the name who has no Don't name. Even. Don't, Don't even. Don't even mention it. Don't do it. <laughs> but next oh, week cool. we're going to be Stop talking it. about uh, alien ships. So those of you who love alien ships, I know there are big Banu Merchantman fans in here and some of the other ships that are coming. I know Fast Cart, that's that's his ship. That's his thing, his trade. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. Kimmy, you got anything before we go? Anything you want to say? Tell them where we can oh. find you. Make sure we tell people where you oh, can find man. you. Oh, man. Twitter, WDPFool65, Kimmy65. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, man, time to time, streaming. I'm uh, talking about stuff in the verse. Uh, ask me some questions. I'm there. Uh, look for me, Kimmy65. Kimmy65, the professor. And Fastcart, anything that you got? I, I just want to do my best Keanu Reeves impersonation and say, Boku, you're awesome. <laughs> no, but you can find me on twitter.com forward slash fast underscore cart. Um, I'm on Miss Hart's show on Tuesdays, um, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can find me in chat on Civic, um, Civic RPG and Vampire Masquerade um, show on Wednesday, around 7.30 Eastern. And also on um, Friday, 7.30 Eastern. What was that, me? What you were mentioning about uh, Masquerade. Oh. I love that show. Mm -hmm. Oh, you love that show, yeah. And sometimes I'm on Relay and sometimes on the Actor Pub on um, Saturday. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, awesome. I want to give two shout-outs. One to Ops Chief, thank you for that that uh gave gave us a, um, a subscription oh, man. that went thank to you, boku Ash. thank you right at the last minute you got it in under the wire we appreciate thank that you, and i want to give a big shout out to one of our other soul citizens who just came in the room our brother uh we can't help but mention dig that 32 dig that guys you all check him out dig that makes some of the best star Citizen oh videos God. i'm telling you look up dig Thanks that 32 on youtube we the the brother put some dynamic, very hip yes. videos out, and they're very different. So check him out when you get a chance. He's and, got the pipes. 
Absolutely. He's got, He's got the voice. And we appreciate him stopping in real quick tonight. Miss Hearts, I don't want to start naming names because I don't want to leave anybody out. Scuba, I can keep it down the list, but you all, we really appreciate the support oh. you guys are giving us. What's up, Fast Card? Sorry, I just want to say th- thanks for the follow to Admiral Kusanaga just now. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Well, he's been interacting with us all night. I thought he was already a follower. See there? I, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, he act like he lives I'm here. Like, so huh? I thought, okay, yeah. he's one of our I guys. Take it. We appreciate that. Oh, seven black. Internet. All right, and we got dig in as well. So we really again, that. appreciate for the everybody. Um, again, next week we're going to be dealing with starships, alien ships in particular. So look forward to that. We are going alien to see. Yeah, a- alien exploration. For those of you who aren't to that, we are going to look at doing a raid. And we are going to raid Ferrisalt. Ferrisalt is out there right now. You guys give a shout to Ferrisalt. Oh, Very Australia. cool streamer. Yes, from Australia. Give him a shout. Say hi to him. Check out what he's doing. He's in Star Citizen right now. We appreciate you guys. And we will see you guys hopefully next week. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Peace, love, and soul. Take care. Hey.